Hey everybody, I'm Ross Payton. Welcome to Role Playing Public Radio. <laughs> what, 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 what reality are we in? Uh, hey, this is Ross Payton with Role Playing Public Radio. We're playing Shadowrun. Bridget is running the game. Uh, please introduce the game, Bridget. Uh, so we're playing a spooky, scary Halloween special uh, version of Shadowrun. Um, so, of course, I'm your your, your best friend, Bridget. Um, we did the other Shadowrun game, Moon Judge Streets. Um, so this is not a continuation of that. This is another one shot. These are all one new characters. So if we want to go ahead and start at the top of the list with Aaron, maybe I'll just want nope. to go down and introduce your characters. Oh, uh, uh, hey, uh, this is Aaron, uh, and I will be playing uh, Min- like uh, Minjul uh, Golgon, so a uh, troll mystic. Uh, who was initially raised in one of the, uh, I guess, uh, uh, the Neo-Buddhist temples, going with the Shadowrun uh, setting. Uh, he spent most of his life there, but decided that once he met somebody who he was highly attracted to and found the adventure, uh, the call to adventure, he didn't really want to go back, so he took his mystical skills out on the road. So, Oh no, he's a Joseph Campbell character. <laughs> yeah. Be afraid. So... <laughs> uh. Hey, I'm Rob, and I'm playing Cassandra Stevens, who insists that her name is Cassandra Tsukue, and uh, she is an elf whose parallel addictions to manga and body modification have taken her down a dark path. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) She now tries to make ends meet as a street samurai because very little other than killing makes her feel alive. (laughs) Well, she's the perfect Shadowrunner then. Um, Man, no kidding. (laughs) Born to this work. Would that make you a samurai? And I'm playing Steve Terrell, uh, (laughs) a former uh, son of a Hypercorp elite family uh, of the Ares Corporation. Uh, They lost all our money in some scandal I don't want to talk about. And uh, so now I use my negotiation skills and good grooming to uh you know get better contracts for my fellow shadowrunners so ross do you, is the only thing that you have left of your family's fortune is a obscenely large pair of coke bottle glasses i don't want to talk about it uh, okay <laughs> i'm just i'm just imagining that robot that made fun of uh, elon musk like just that but in shadowrun that's all your family got to spray <laughs> it's like fuck you dude like damn it <laughs> Makers all over New Year. All right. <laughs> Ivan, you're next. Hey, um, Ivan, I am playing Emma, a human female who is a former, used to work uh, corporate life. Now she doesn't like it anymore, so she decided to do private mercenary work. So she's kind of a um, breach specialist, demolitions kind of character. It's like my second Shadowrun game, so I'm a little nervous. <laughs> You'll you got be you, fam. fine. This is like yeah. Shadowrun Light. Okay. <laughs> Hi, Richard. Hey, it's me. It's your boy, Richard. I am going to be playing uh, Menachem Eliza Godot, a Jewish elf hacker whom some people have taken to calling Laser, but he doesn't like that because that's just his, his middle name, but you just took out a syllable. Why would you do that? That's disrespectful. Anyways, that's that's who I am. And uh, I prefer if you call me Goonkar, because that's a really cool, awesome online handle that I made for myself. You know, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, laser is stupid. Why would you do that? It's just it's dumb. Why? It's not my name. Don't call me laser. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, I hack stuff because, you know, fuck authority, man. Like my parents tried to 
have authority on me, and I didn't like it because they were mean, and they didn't like that I was an elf, and I was like, fuck you, Dad, I'm gonna go be a hacker. <laughs> Alright, and Dario. Hey, everyone. Uh, I'm Dario. I'm back again from the first Shadowrun game. <laughs> Happy to be here. Uh, and today I will be playing Yuki, uh, sort of um, the, I don't know, like, get in the van, we're getting out of here, girl. Um, uh, she used to work for Lone Star, but uh, uh, got involved in some office politics that uh, left her out on the street and had to turn to Shadowrunning to make ends meet. Excellent. Uh, that brings up another point. We're playing Shadowrun 4th Edition, so Lone Star still holds the security contract in Seattle. Uh, so they'll be the police force for when you all inevitably get arrested. <laughs> well, Alright, so... I hope you all are prepared to settle in for an extremely long introduction. So it's a cold autumn night. Uh, only two days from Halloween, and tonight you find yourself walking through the winding pathways on the campus of the University of Washington. The moon shines down from an empty sky, the deserted buildings and falling leaves leaving a haunted, lonely atmosphere to the evening. You're grateful to leave the chill of the outdoors for the inside of the East Asian Languages Building, where you've been asked to meet to go over the prospects for a new job. You're surprised to find that you're meeting in a lecture hall with what appears to be a well-attended event. A stage has been constructed at the front of the classroom, turning the tiered seating lecture hall into more of a theater. You take a ticket and a program, filing in and filling a seat. Amused, you wonder what, who exactly invited you and why. After a brief, brief period, the doors finally close behind you, and the lights dim as a performer takes the stage. A slender Japanese woman, dressed in a kimono, takes the stage carrying a fan and a cloth. She kneels on a cushion and places the fan on the low sitting table in front of her. It makes a loud clacking noise that echoes through the room. She bows very low over the table, and as she sits back up, her aloof expression has morphed into a wide, toothy grin. She speaks in a loud, clear voice. Thank you so much for taking the trouble to be here from a faraway place in a busy time in your lives. My name is Katsura Sunshine V, and I am a traditional Rakugo storyteller. Rakugo is a comedic storytelling tradition that originated in the Edo period in Japan. I turn my head slightly to the left, and I am playing one character. I turn my head slightly to my right, and I am playing a different character. And every story ends in a punchline like this. Seiji-san, Seiji-san, we're going mountain climbing tomorrow, but I don't think you should climb too fast. Hey, you don't think I should climb too fast? Why do you say that? Well, if you peek too soon, it'll all be downhill from there. She pauses, <laughs> bowing for applause. <laughs> a very high-level joke. Still, it's very inexpensive to go mountain climbing these days. Very inexpensive to go mountain climbing. How much is it? A cent. <laughs> <laughs> she bows again to more applause and laughter. Her set continues in enjoyable fashion for half an hour, and you find yourself engrossed in a performance that is part educational program and part sitcom. That is, if one person were playing all the parts herself. You learn about Japanese cultural heritage, and you find yourself smiling at an almost kitschy style of humor. Just as you're about to question what this has to do with your job offer, however, Katsura-san's performance comes to a finish, and she addresses the crowd. Last of all, I would like to take a moment to thank the people who made this cultural exchange and my debut performance in Seattle possible. Would Gulgan-san, Tiel-san, Skue-san, Emma-san, Hisan, 
and Gado-san, please stand. She motions for you all to stand and be recognized to loud applause. After uh, you sit down again in amused silence, she thanks, thanks the crowd again and leaves through a side door. As you start to file out with the rest of the crowd, a producer finds you and leads you to the library, where you find Katsura-san waiting, sitting at a table set for six other people. There are very um, old-looking, um, slightly dented um, teacups set in six places uh, around the table with her, and you're welcome to sit wherever you like. So there are no chairs, right? Just cushions? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I look around, it's like, uh, are there any chairs we can sit on? Oh my god, no. laser, come on, just, don't. just be polite. Don't call me, don't call me that, I told you not to call me that. Call me Gunkan. Well, stop uh, being it, so, you know, uh, gauche oh, about oh. this, let's, let's just sit down and enjoy the nice... It's pronounced, it's pronounced gauche. <laughs> well. What was that, laser? <laughs> <laughs> I sit down, grumbling. Yeah, I'll, yeah I'll, I'll fold myself into the normal position. It's kind of like it's easy if you have the right discipline. These <laughs> cushions are just sticky anyway. It's fine. I, oh no, what is they're not sticky. They're made out of cloth. When you when you say they're sticky, when you're sticky, Katsura-san faces you and bows and says something very quickly in a language you don't understand. <laughs> Can I understand what she says? Yes, uh, you do. Um, she says that she's very happy to see um, a modern samurai in their midst. I I wouldn't. I, I would not give <laughs> outer outer now. Uh, the the indents on the bridge of my nose increase <laughs> as I take my seat. <laughs> Just imagining a Marge Simpson grunt right there. I only watched you, Jimbo, once. <laughs> <laughs> she tells tells you um, as she grabs a uh, an old earthenware um, looking uh, like like bronze uh, lacquer, like a bronze pot, like painted pot um, that has mm-hmm. obviously tea in it. Uh, she pours tea for the six of you, and she says that. Uh, in her family tradition, when you hire mercenaries to do a job for you, um, it's best to treat them to um, some civilized entertainment first, which is why she had you come uh, watch her set. Um, she'd like to offer you a job. Um, she needs something recovered, and she's looking to pay very handsomely for it. Um, she doesn't really want to give you too many details up front, but uh, if that sounds interesting to you. Um, she'd ask that you go ahead and take a sip of the tea. Uh, I, 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 yeah, be very polite and uh, take a sip of the tea. Uh, I look awkward because I was already sipping it the moment it came down. I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, she got me. <laughs> I will take some of the tea with the adherence to the tea ceremony uh, appropriate to someone who's seen it twice on TV. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll very carefully take the cup and uh, underhand and grasp it with my right hand and shift it a couple times, desperately trying to remember the last time I did this. Uh, I have ten dice in etiquette. Um, Do I? Should I make a roll for that, or can I just sure? Actually, right. if you want to make I'm a roll in etiquette, you can maybe uh, see figure out the right way to do this. All right. Okay. okay. Um, uh, before I do that, too, just. Uh, I needed a five or better, right, for a roll? Yeah, five or six. All right. That's what you look uh, for. Is one success 
good enough. <laughs> I also got one success. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll roll the I'll, I'll roll my five etiquette too to see if we can kind of combine our. Sure. <laughs> it means you're remembering something. What is the etiquette rolled with? Uh, attribute wise, uh, you should have that skill on your sheet. The, they're all read alphabetically. And, and it says five or, mm-hmm. and pool uh, five or six or successes. Yeah, the yeah. pool is pool the number of dice you're rolling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm, I have so five and sixes are successes on this again. Five and sixes are successes. Mm-hmm. Uh, one success. So <laughs> like our combined power. <laughs> uh, you remember that you're supposed to do something with the cup. Um, you're not sure what, but it's something about appreciating it. So you you all do your best to sort of look at it a little bit before you start drinking it from it. Um, but you know that um, it's all it's supposed to all be swallowed in one go. Like um, like you, since it's a very small amount of tea, it's not really like something you sip. It's just kind of something you quaff. Okay. Um, before I do do, do the full drink, could I? Let's see. I don't have anything for at least. Uh, trying to identify what kind of tea it is it, by smell, with particularly yeah, just in sure. case if it's something we're doing. Uh, si- silly question: Could I do survival essentially with seeing if uh, what I'm about to drink is not is possibly poisonous to me? Sure, I'll let you roll that. Okay, all right. So yeah, it's just smelling it, so I don't know. Uh, let's so see. The is secretly really paranoid, huh? <laughs> yeah, you've been around, so <laughs> one six, <laughs> one one success. Um. No, it is. It's just a chalky green tea that's okay. uh, slightly bitter. Okay, so I will drink as formality as asked me to, and put the cup down gently. Okay, she drinks along with you, and then she inclines her head slightly, and she says, "Thank you all for accepting. Um, this means a lot to me. Uh, I have to admit that the job I'm going to ask you to do is very personal in nature." Um, what I would like you to do is recover some artifacts of cultural heritage. Um, although there is the presence of um, many Japanese zaibatsus in uh, Seattle, they aren't interested in reclaiming our cultural heritage. Museums are a sort of ghoulish uh, abattoir where a culture's dead are exhumed and displayed for entertainment. And that's something that I personally can't stand for. So the job I'm asking you to do is um, on Halloween night, there's going to be a benefit uh, at the Seattle Art Museum. What I'd like you to do is while the party is going on, I'd like you to sneak in and steal some items um, that I have labeled uh, as the items that I want for every item that you get for me. Uh, she has, she pull, reaches into her robe and she pulls out a scroll and sets it on the table. Uh, you get the impression that it's a list of some kind for every item that you get for me. I will pay you 5,000 new yen. Okay. Uh, wait, can I try a negotiation role to try and get a little more money? Yes, you can. All right. I have 10 dice in that. Uh, Hey, Ross Steve. is going to put on the charm. Get, get us more money, Steve. Uh, I got three successes on that. Three fives. So <laughs> that, that is a, a good sum. But have you seen the cost of living here? Uh, it's, it's quite expensive <laughs> to conduct business. And we might need additional supplies. Uh, she bows to you and she says, I'm sorry, um, Tirasan. How careless of me to forget um, to provision for your safety and well-being. 
I can offer you 6,000 new yen per item that you bring, uh, recover and bring back to me. Oh. Uh, I, I find that a, a, a very encouraging number. Um, how many items were there in total again? She takes a scroll and spreads it out in front of you. Uh, and it's a list of 15 items. Mm. Uh, but unfortunately, it's written in Japanese. Um, if you pass that over, I can, you know, help. I can, I can read. I, I, I pass it over to Yuki. Okay. I mean, we could just use Google Translate, and I can just pop that up really quick. I'm sure, <laughs> sure it's just as accurate. <laughs> Especially for Japanese. Uh, so the list um, is kind of generic in, in, in that it doesn't specifically name the items it wants. It more like obliquely refers to the things that she's looking for, probably in case someone else found the list. Like, she wouldn't want them to know exactly what she's trying to steal. So, so like the first two I... No. Sorry, so like... Oh, sorry, those basic descriptions. Sorry, you were saying... Uh, like, uh, like, vase, white, blue etchings, uh, like, mirror, gold Not inlay. Not even that. Like, the first, um, the first item says, the black guardian. The second uh, item says, the red guardian. Uh, oh. The third item is, the daimyo's honor. Oh, okay. Are, um, so do you tell us that? Yeah, I, I'm reading out the, like, the, the list out loud. Oh, are these okay. The- one of these better not be like the concept of friendship or something, or else I'm out. Well, those sound like the titles of paintings or uh, uh, art, fine art artifacts. You know that, that I'm sure. Yeah. Are I, I assume they're little placards near each item that list their their mm-hmm. actual title? Um. Yes. Um. She says that all of the items she wants um are not currently being displayed, so they'll be kept in storage, and their storage boxes will be marked for you by an agent she's already sent ahead. Oh. Um, so she's like, this list is for your reference. Um, I don't want prying eyes to be able to, um, understand what you're up to. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is more like housekeeping for you so that you can be sure to get everything I want. Katsura-san, what kind of opposition can we expect to face? Um, she says that that's not something that she's well versed in. After all, she's just an entertainer. Um, but if you'd like, um, since Halloween is in two days, um, you'll have tomorrow, um, to do legwork. Um, she can set you up with a meeting for the, with the curator, um, who can show you around the museum. Uh, and you'll be able to get a lot of information out of him probably, uh, because she's on very good terms with him. Um, so if she sets you up as as uh, her friends, uh, it's likely that in conversation you can get him to let slip the details on how things are being protected. I will incline my head to her. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna just uh, do a quick matrix search on this lady just to see if I can find out anything interesting about her. Sure thing. So let me see where is my. Oh, the hacker's using real dice instead of virtual dice. That's right. I'm not a savage. Wait. (laughs) It's not a pure algorithm, so you're not really doing it. Exactly. Uh, Really? That's all I got? I got two successes. Yeah, Katsura Sunshine is... uh, Katsura Sunshine V is a Rakugo performer um, from the Katsura School. 
Um, this is a special branch of the Katsura School of Performance that's usually um, deals in uh, like public education about um, Japanese culture. Um, mm -hmm. So for like the last hundred years, they've been well known for promoting Japanese art, especially like Edo period art, like ukiyo-e and things like that. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's kind of seems a like a very upstanding citizen then it's kind of a point of pride that that um anyone who gets the sunshine title um usually comes to seattle at some point in their career uh but it's not the main this like this isn't like the historical like traditional like uh main style of the katsura this is like a right. like a secondary title that um was started um early 2000s okay yeah, just make a note of that and then i just kind of keep browsing while everyone else does their talky thing. So we need to meet with the curator uh, or the this inside agent, right, to get the... the. You won't be able to meet with the inside agent. Okay. Um, she's like, in order to uh, decrease visibility okay. um, between the two groups. It's like for your own protection that you yeah. can't meet with the third party, but you can meet with the curator. Okay. Uh, all right, so we need to meet with the curator to find out about the security and... Uh, where do we need the, to deliver these two? Like how far away from the uh, museum or the, the site are we, where are we mm -hmm. putting them? There's a warehouse at the um, Puget Sound Harbor, um, which is over by SeaTac, um, where she'll want to meet um, either in the evening or early morning on Halloween. Okay. Um, so like basically like Halloween night or into November 1st, um, with whatever you have, um, you can meet up at the, uh, the warehouse, um, where she can offload it and she'll be, she'll have, uh, money waiting for you there to exchange for the items. Okay. So she'll want okay. to inspect it herself before. Yes. Okay. She'll want to authenticate all of the items. Okay. Obviously, um, she needs them whole and undamaged because there's a very important cultural artifacts. Okay. So if something gets scuffed up in, say, fighting, mm -hmm. um, that's not going to be good. Okay. Are these, uh, do you know if these items are already in, uh, like, secure containers, or are we going to have to get some sort of, you know, armored case or something like these things? Uh, she says they're in storage, so they'll likely be um, in, like, wooden containers packed with um, a kind of synthetic straw material. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um Like, if you've ever watched any movie where they, like, are stealing things from a museum, like, that... That yeah. like straw stuff. It's in like it yeah. Belongs that's in a museum warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> this is the the National Treasure Seattle version. Okay. <laughs> All right, that's fair. Um, are there any other requirements for this job? Um, uh, she says yes. There is one thing. Uh, it's a point of pride in her family that when they've hired Ronin. Um, they're not ones to engage in violence to achieve their means. So she'd ask that you refrain from spilling blood um, during your mission. Okay. Uh, we will... Uh, I cast a side eye to the street samurai. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we can uh, certainly focus on non-lethal uh, measures and... Uh, ideally, they don't even know we're there uh, until we're long gone. She inclines her head. You think of everything, T.L. Son. So, and in, in case of other ones, we always also remember that bruising just brings blood to the surface, not spills it, technically. <laughs> oh, that's our 
Shame on I just, I just, I just look at him. What? Well, I mean, I just mouth that. I don't say it out loud. Politely at you, but the way that she doesn't say anything uh, leaves you an interpretation that that's something she probably frown on. <laughs> yeah. But if she doesn't explicitly tell you no. We won't kill them. We'll just beat them up. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, you know what else doesn't I'm all blood? about the loopholes. So. Electrifying them. Let's if you beat two people half oh, to death, Jesus. is that the same as killing someone? <laughs> like, See, yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the kind of thing I was I was meditating on in the temples. Wait, so. is this scenario a trolley problem? Uh, if, oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know if you watched The Good Place, but they literally had an episode about the trolley problem. It was hilarious. They did. It's, it was great. What's <laughs> if the we... trolley problem? Uh, if, you, if, oh. a, if, you, if you're at the tracks and, you, and there's a runaway trolley and on one track there's one person being killed. Oh, okay, and okay. And there's like five people being killed, but they're like, No, no. Yeah. This adventure is more like that, that problem where you need to take a boat across the river. Oh, yeah, but, yeah. like you can't leave the fox with the hen and you yeah, can't yeah. leave uh. the... Cat oh no, Cassandra's the fox, isn't she? <laughs> <laughs> so if Although, you just uh, muzzle Cassandra. <laughs> she solves her problems the one way, you guys. <laughs> Although I, I think we could probably still solve this like the trolley problem, which would be multi-track drifting. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> which would be in line with Shadowrun as far as I understand. So Hearts <laughs> on fire. Do you have any okay. more questions for um Katsu for your Katsura son? Um, are any of these artifacts uh, potentially dangerous? I mean, if they're if they're, uh, I, I I don't want to say cursed, but if they're magically active or something like that, uh, that could pose a complication in securing them or transporting them. Uh, she puts a hand to her mouth to cover a very small laugh and says, "They are no da- more dangerous than the spirits they possess." Wait, what? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, so um, we don't have to worry about, you know, transporting them. We'll be fine. Like, there's there's nothing, is what you're saying, right? She smiles and nods. Okay. I'll, I'll, uh, I am an optimist. It'll <laughs> 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 be fine, guys. Um, okay, I, that's all I wanted. You should have asked for more money. <laughs> asked for more money. I got it. More money. You can't. Just keep doing well, you have to remember. You, you. Um, it's what is it? It's fifteen items. Um, at six thousand new yen a pop, you're going to be getting paid almost a hundred thousand new yen for this job if you get everything. Yeah. So that's enough uh, to fully augment a character into like a cyber ninja. So, <laughs> yeah, who wanted? Well, I have always wanted to be a ninja. Yeah, <laughs> yeah laser. This is your chance. Uh, My name's not laser. <laughs> all right. So, uh, yeah, I thank her uh, profusely for this opportunity. We will uh, uh, honor her wishes and uh, secure the items. Uh, I wiggle my cup. Is is, can, is it impolite to ask for seconds? Uh, it's been a long day. I haven't had anything to drink, and I'm getting like a caffeine fix here. I need something. Uh, she doesn't I wanted to go by Pike Place to get coffee, but they wouldn't let me. That's Fuck, that's, that's your one. Chain. That's your one. <laughs> I had to do it once. I had to do it once. Uh, she no, but she gives you all um, a sweet before you left. You leave. It's um a little like a uh, bit of sugar and mochi that has been formed into a little ball, and then the inside is a sweet red bean paste. Ooh. You're all welcome to one before you leave. Oh, those are this so is amazing. Good. Yeah, yeah, those are those are actually really good. So, 
Well, I, I trust her home. implicitly. So, I... all right. So everybody, everybody <laughs> drinks the tea and everybody eats the sweets, and then you're all on your way. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so there's not enough Nailed time this. left in this night to be able to do any legwork. So you'll have to start doing legwork tomorrow. Okay. Um, okay. So where do you want to start? Um, do you want to start asking your contacts for favors? Like, um, do they know anything about the museum, or do you want to just go to the museum? Uh, I'll go uh, to the museum uh, as a and just kind of look at. Well, uh, me and the security specialist should do, should do that, uh, mm. and then the hacker should see if he can get you know blueprints and you know all that crap. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Um, I, I have uh, I have a librarian contact, so I may be able to talk to her, them about what's uh, it's like if they have any connections to the particular museum. Well, Aaron, you might actually want to go there physically yourself just to see if there's any magical security that we need to worry uh, that about. Was, I, I was also going to suggest that, too. So, yeah. um, the other thing you have to be aware about is that you're just meeting with the museum curator. Mm-hmm. So he'll be able to tell you a lot about the museum and the exhibits it contains. But if you want to know specifically about security, you're going to need a reason to ask him about security. Um, oh, well, is this search site even, is it, it's, is it part of the museum building or is it a separate, is, is it a separate site? I mean, uh, like, um, the, for, for what, sorry, the, what? the storage where the, the items actually are, I was assuming the, stor- the storage is, is as the same building okay, as the museum. The building. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, we need to figure out where that is and, um, how to get into it. So, um, I'll just, go so why don't, why don't. Yeah. yeah, Ross, why don't you go in? You can meet with the museum guy and, and all that stuff. And then maybe we can have a couple people go outside to, you know, look around the building, see where the back is, maybe where they get the deliveries and whatnot, because that's probably would be towards where they have the storage for all the stuff that's not currently on display. Um, and then I actually, can talk to my contacts and stuff. Actually, I was like, I thought, I'll talk to my con- I have an art history professor contact, so actually I'll talk to him about the museum's reputation for, um, you know, uh, theft and whatnot, because I'm sure in the art world that there's, oh, that the museums frequently cover up the, uh, uh, theft and shit like that. Okay. But like, that's, mm-hmm. yeah, that, so I'll talk to my contact first, actually. So, All right. The, um, the first rule I actually want to ask for is, um, uh, laser, if you can go ahead and make um, a browse roll um, sure. to look at blueprints, publicly available blueprints to the museum. Not a problem. Data search is nine. One, two, seven, nine. Could having a contact in industrial construction corp get something on it? Uh, yeah, could. Ooh, I roll very well. I get five hits. Okay. Um, unfortunately, detailed blueprints are not um, something that Publicly you can available. really pull off the net, which is kind of weird right. because like, there's a lot of Seattle buildings, especially downtown, where the blueprints are like um, fully available. Hmm. So it's slightly odd that something as innocuous as an um, art museum doesn't have just like full publicly available blueprints, but you do get a list of um, like the like the main floors that have the the viewing galleries and things like that, which I have right uploaded okay. to the Discord for your viewing pleasure. AKA, I sent to everyone on their com links. Huh? Ooh, um, the, the, yeah. the subject method, the subject heading is just that thing we're doing. <laughs> yeah, thing. and um, <laughs> Ivan, if you want to go ahead and roll your architecture. Uh, oh, Ivan has architecture. Oh man, 
You were robbed, there Ross. I was. He's not uh, going to do quotes for you, Ross. So the pool, my pool, this is pool five, so that's five to be six. So mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. Uh, two fives. Okay. Well, you know it's a standalone building, so it's not like there's anything on top of the art museum. But you notice that from the inclusion of um, elevator shafts that they would probably have some kind of vent on the roof. Um, also, if they have storage on site, um, keeping things temperature controlled might be important for museum, and you'd also find vents for that um, likely somewhere on the roof. Okay. So that's one possible method of either entry or exit for y'all. How hard would it be for us to get a helicopter? Uh, depends on how much money you have. Um, well, wait, are there any buildings uh, near it that are like, adjacent to it? Yeah, uh, at least as tall as it. So, yes. Or preferably taller. Mm-hmm. So that- um, the block it's on, it's um, right up against three other buildings. It's like the corner of a block of buildings. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're all similar in height. Okay. Uh, does it say on this map what floor the storage is? It does not. Okay. Uh, also, Ross, you said you wanted to talk to your um, art, history. art history professor. Yep, yep. Okay. Um, can you go ahead and roll contact plus contact? Uh, let's see here. Contacts. Is uh wait what skill? Um the the rating of the contact. Uh, Not its loyalty, but the other number. You connection? just roll it twice. Yeah, roll connection yeah. twice. You basically double that and roll it. That's how you uh, do okay. contact. Do, 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 do. That's only four. So because my connection is two. Uh no nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> uh, it's a, conne- a connection too. So like it's not my best connection. Um, I he's do- like. The Sam? Why do you want to go to the Sam? Why don't you go to the Met or something if you want to see some real art? Uh, oh, God. Uh, Dang it. All right. You must be a modern art professor. Uh. <laughs> um, well, I, I do have... Yeah, in lieu of that, my, my librarian contact is four, so I may have a better shot yep. on that one. Sure. All right. Let's see if uh, they are able to. Uh, yes, three successes. And what was the exact question you're asking? Um, primarily any information. Uh, I was asking her about um, the warehouse, uh, the warehouse specifically, that how they are, that's like where they would store things to keep them protected, kind of keeping it as innocuous as possible. Yeah. So um, uh, from that to like, how do they store things? Uh, how would you preserve an artifact? Uh, what kind of protection would you do to make sure that it's it, it's protected from any other people or elements? Mm-hmm. Um, she has a couple of friends who are curators, um, and so she knows that in one of the sub-basements uh, is where they keep the storage. Um, everything's, you know, like temperature controlled because, again, this is like really old uh, stuff, okay. so it's important that it stays well-preserved. So somewhere in the basement somewhere. Okay. Uh, is that the bottom floor listed on the map, or is that... No, that is floor? the... Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so we don't... It's Does... built on a hill, so technically the second floor and the first floor are both the ground floor. Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, dang, dang, hills with the, you know, slope. I don't know. Um... <laughs> I think that's offensive. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking the angle of it. All right, so the angle. Uh... So it's a possibility that the one of the elevators we're seeing on a lower level possibly has another connection, cause, or is more freight. Yeah, because the thing is, even if we get on the roof, uh, get in through the roof, getting the artifacts 
off the roof would be really hard, so we should think of a way to exit through the you know, exit through the gift shop, essentially. Um, yeah. I knew you were going to oh, say that. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> All right. So uh, while they're figuring that out, uh, I'd like to get in contact with my spider contact to see about the matrix security that this place has. Sure. Uh, roll my contact. And I got a bunch of nothing because he's only rating two. So, nope, he apparently doesn't know anything. Museums. <laughs> yeah, hey. yeah, you know. Come on, Goofy. Those you put the things in them. You know, those things in Indiana Jones. <laughs> those are real. Oh my God, Goofy, you are killing me here. You know what? Never mind. I'll just, you, you call Goofy. How do you expect him? He's going to react. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought he'd know something. He worked. He does this for a living. Just not with museums. <laughs> Uh, is there any other contacts you want to ask before you all physically go down to the museum? I have a newspaper reporter contact who I can only assume I have desperately tried to set up a Peter Parker thing with, where like <laughs> he takes pictures of me being heroic. Um, I suppose I could ask if there's been anything uh, interesting or significant uh, happening in the pre- uh, premises of this uh, museum that might indicate some useful information to us. I don't know him that well, but I can drop him a line. Sure. Oh, wait, who's handling the con- uh, security for the museum? Do we know that yet? You do not know that yet. Okay. I can ask him that as well. I have two successes. Okay. Um, so for your first piece of information, um, actually, um, museums in general were very well known about um, 10 years after the first ARC crash. Um, museums were hit all the time. People were looting all kinds of stuff. It was like a big deal. And it wasn't necessarily like one group, um, or even like one city. Like once people realized that historical artifacts probably carried some kind of like latent magical power, control over artifacts in museums suddenly became very important. People were like buying and selling them. People were trying to steal them. So naturally, museums now are extremely heavily guarded. Okay. So that's that's probably going to be for both mystical and technological attacks. Mm Mm-hmm. So with it, um... Oti-doti. So, uh, well, and actually, just as a question for the, the, the character on this, so I uh, looking through some of the skills, if I were to kind of, would a, an ascensing role actually identify um, mystical uh, traps or precautions if I were to go in there? Um, yeah, ascensing will let you know if, like, things are giving off magical auras or if, okay. like, magic is coming from somewhere. Okay. So if we were to go to the mall, uh, sorry, the mall, the... Uh, uh, the museum and look and utilize that skill, I, I would be able mm-hmm. to more or less accurately see if there is a trap waiting for us, if well, it's mystical in nature. And as a practice magician, you know that there will probably be a lot of blocks set in place, because okay. when you use magic, it's basically like putting a big beacon on the astral plane, and there are a lot of creatures that feed on magic, so something that's well protected by magic would, by nature, have a lot of concealment on it. In order to okay. prevent, you know, things that can see magic coming to the museum to feast on it. Okay. Right. So that's a really long way of saying if there are magical traps, it may be difficult to find them. Okay. 
But you can still try. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, yeah, we can make the attempt, so, but... You can always try, it. just, it's it's always possible that, like, there might be more there than you're capable of seeing. Okay. No worries, so, uh, I, I'm feeling pretty good, I have an ascensing of ten, so... I will. That's good. Alright, I'm gonna also contact uh, my blogger contact, and sure. I just want to see if she knows anything about our Ms. Johnson here, and maybe any connections to artifacts or whatnot. I'm just kind of curious at this point, and I get two hits with her. Oh yeah, she's a huge fan of Sunshine. Um, she loves the the series that they um, were broadcasting on uh, the Corp uh, networks for a while because she got really big into like painting and kabuki and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, she thought, always thought it was interesting that um, Katsura's like stylized look. Um, with the really flashy kimonos and the the bleached blonde hair. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, that's in slightly incongruous with the uh, dark-haired woman you met last night. Huh. That's interesting. So she dyed her hair normally. Is this... Normally, she keeps her um, hair um, bleached um, a bright bron- a bright yellow blonde. Hmm. Um. Hmm. That's very interesting. Does she know any, like, rumors or anything about her that are going around? No, just that she's um, really excited to come to Seattle for her debut performance. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Debut performance okay. in Seattle, not debut performance, I should say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a mental note of that. Okay, I thank her. All right. And uh, uh, that's all I got. Yeah, none of my contacts. Like, I have a fixer and a Mr. Johnson as a contact, but I don't think they're going to really... I mean, they'll help us get stuff that we need for the job, but I don't think they'll, I don't know what they would be able to tell us about the thing. If once you find out who the security is, I could ask my Lone Star Enforcer, unless it is Lone Star. I don't think, hey, tell me about, look, just do him a favor and send him some new in. You'd be surprised how, His how loyalty much that will is work a lot. So, like, <laughs> I, I, I'm not. So tell them oh, we're going to rob the place in a couple months. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, I mean, dude. but if it's if Lone Star's rival that's guarding it, then he can be like, yeah, no, fuck those guys. Uh, yeah, yeah, get no, in no. there, dude. Um, yeah. Have fun. Yuki has um, a security company's skill. Mm-hmm. Um, you could roll that if you wanted to see if you'd know about whether or not Lone Star has any contracts on uh, this kind of place. Uh, okay. Um, oh, so I guess I forgot uh, to ask, is, is, this a, is this a public museum or is this like a, a privately funded museum? Public museum. Okay. It's um it's um like its collection is mostly um private donations. Ah, okay. But gotcha. it's 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 open to the public. You just pay a small fee or whatever. Gotcha. Okay. Um my securities company's skill is uh it looks like it's specifically for Lone Star. Is that okay? Well, it's 7, 9. So if you're just rolling for a securities company in general, you have a pool of 7. But if you're rolling to know something about Lone Star, you roll nine. Oh, okay, cool. Same thing with security design and security tactics. Okay. All right. Um, one, uh, three successes. Okay. Um, you know that Lone Star actually does manage all the important security contracts in Seattle, and that includes buildings such as the um, Seattle Art Museum. Uh, but you know that it's not like regular, like uniformed office, like officers. Like they have a special um, wing that's dedicated um, to defending places of interests like that. 
Um, If you want to roll your security tactics, you could make an educated guess as to what that probably is. Okay. Um, That is eight dice. Mm -hmm. Uh, No, that's... That is actually... uh, Is it... Is a glitch more than half or half? More than half or once. More than half or once. Then, no, that's just no successes. Okay. Okay. So, we don't know. I mean, (laughs) once we go there, they'll they'll probably have, like, well, guards wearing the uniform, so. Yeah, and you'll be able to learn some things there that will help you figure things out. So, are are you, do you you want to do anything else or do you want to go to the... Um, I am out of things to do. I think so you want to start your Thomas Crown affair. <laughs> <laughs> sure, uh, sure to go but, uh, just uh, like that. Oh, um, actually, I would like to, um, at least for uh, the legwork phase, um, have my van with my chop shop buddy, uh, in case like during our little roundabout um, legwork, we uh, if I want to have any modifications done during that time, I can decide to have sure. it done at that time. Cool. Yeah, he'll keep an appointment slot open for you. Cool. Yeah. Alright, so who all is, is going to the museum? That's all I'm going. Museum. Uh, I will be going. I'll go. Um, do you all just want to go? Going. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's just all go. We'll make, okay. a, we'll make a day out of it, guys. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I'm making sure to have my, like, large rim glasses and like pull up my hair. <laughs> no one no one needs to recognize me. Nope. It's the night before Halloween and downtown parking is still hundred and fifty new yen too much. At least the Seattle Art Museum or at least at the Seattle Art Museum, the Emerald Green Metroplex AR is less garish than in the rest of the city, dialed back to an almost pleasantly blue tone. It's much more soothing, which helps put you at ease. The stress of planning an elaborate heist in just one day is starting to fray at your nerves. So you've got to remember to cover the basics, entrances, exits, security, and maybe a little more information about that benefit that's supposed to be happening tomorrow night. So who all is planning on meeting with the curator? Uh, definitely me. Okay. Me, me too. Uh, you know what? Yeah, I'll, I'll go too. Okay. Because I have an idea. So the rest of you can wander around the um, exhibit floors if you want. Um, meanwhile, uh, uh, Yuki, Steve, and uh, Menachem are going to go ahead and meet with Steve Jeffries, uh, who is the oh, current... God, there's two of them now. <laughs> who's the current curator at um, the museum. Uh, he's very enthusiastic to uh, greet you. Uh, he always loves showing people around the museum. He's like, hey, so I heard you wanted a special tour of our exhibits. Yeah, uh, I did. Uh, I, out of character, remind me, do, does he is he in on this job or is he just like? Uh, just no, like, he's yeah. if he, if anything, he's technically the enemy because he's okay. the museum curator, and okay. you're going to t- attempt to steal everything from him. <laughs> okay, well, I didn't know if he was yeah, uh, allied with the inside agent or not. Um, all right, no, yeah, you yeah. do not know. You don't know who the who the third party is. Okay, shake him in the kidney. Um. Yeah. Uh, Khan is basically the lying skill, right? Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I was uh told that. Uh, so I'm going to use that and basically like, hey, uh, yeah. And I was. I'm really looking forward to the 
uh, seeing the stuff not uh, that the public can't see yet. Uh, I was really, uh, you know, the the behind the scenes stuff. I'm really, really into that. You know, the whole workshop thing. I'm kind of a artist myself. I do sculpture, and uh, I'm just really excited. So I'm trying to like, imp- just trying like, yeah, yeah, we're totally going to the storage. Uh, you're going to show us all the the cool stuff in the storage areas and things. Okay, uh, yeah, uh, go ahead and roll your con. I have ten dice in that, so please. Let me get... Not Let me you me. lie through your teeth. I do. Let <laughs> uh, let's see here. I get... Uh, I only... Sixes only explode when you use edge, right? Sixes only yes. explode when you use edge. All right. Uh, two successes, but they're sixes. But yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Um, naturally, I can't show you everything in this sub-basement, but we're really excited to be setting up a new exhibit soon, so I guess I could give you a taste of what of what uh, things are going to be. Yeah. And so thought- he's like, do you want to start with the exhibits up here? Like, do you want to um, maybe tour our European art? We've got some great pieces in from Germany lately. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you, you show me. Uh, and I pepper my talk with a lot of like, I actually do have artisan sculpture uh, at nine dice. So I, I will be throwing in artistic terms, you know, and uh, to make, you know, that I'm a true connoisseur of the arts. Mm, mm-hmm. yeah. So while these two nerds texture. are talking, yeah. so while these two nerds are talking, I want to scan and see if the curator has his comm link on him. Uh, yeah, of course he does. You can see it in his ear. Okay, then I am going to hack into his comm link. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Let's I see. Because you're a Dork Ross, that's why. Whoa. God damn it. Alright, hacking on the fly. Got a bonus for that. Two successes. Okay. Um, so it's really easy to pull it up in the list of devices. Um, so you're connected to it. Um, but you notice that it is being um, guarded by one piece of ice. So if you want to go any further to try and attempt to do anything to it, you're going to have to deal with it. Uh, I'm feeling bold. I, I am Leet Hacksaw Man. I, I will try to disable the ice so I can get into the device. Okay, do you want to try and sneak past this, or do you want to overcome the ice? Uh, I'm going to try and sneak past it at first. I don't want to trigger any alarms. Okay, so you want to try and get past it without resing it, so go ahead yeah. and roll for that. Let's see, do I have anything else that will help do that? Uh, I do have a stealth program, too, as well, at rating 5. So that should make it harder for it to detect me. And I get one, two, three, four successes. Okay. Um, unfortunately, this is a very sophisticated piece of ice, so it does res. Uh, if you want okay. to do anything more, you're going to have to overcome it. You can't sneak past it anymore. Oh, you were clever enough that it doesn't currently recognize you as a threat. So if you want to go ahead and try and brute force your way past it, um, that's okay. Um, yeah, you recognize sure. this as... Um, what's called a race loop. Um, essentially, it when you interact with it and trigger it, it um, loops your communications into an endless series of um, like to distribute a denial of service, except it would mm. attack your brain directly. Oh, um, oh, so you're going to take, take some sonic damage if you're not very careful uh, with dealing with this because your comm link is implanted into your head. Right. Um, so uh, what kind of program... What kind of program do you have? Feedback filter, I'll be fine. What kind of program do you have that you think would overcome a uh, a feedback loop? 
feedback. Uh, let me think. Let me think. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm trying to see what else I have here. Well, it is totally okay to make up a program. Oh, no, that's fine. I just want to see um, how to do this. You know what? If it's just if it's trying to feed information to me, I'm just going to give it information in the form of a data bomb. So when it tries to feed me that information, it just explodes in its face. Okay. <laughs> and hopefully crashes it. And then I don't have to worry about it. So you're going to overload it by by turning its trick on itself. Yeah, if it's trying to overwhelm me with, with sure. uh, information it's getting from my own comlink, I'm just going to... Hit it right back. And I got four successes. Okay. That is enough. Um, you successfully flood it with too much information, and it's too busy dealing with that um, to do anything to you as you get around it and gain control of his comlink. Yeah! All right. So uh, I want to see his security permissions, and I want to check all his email. <laughs> okay. Um, he's got an email from what you can only assume is Kotsura Sunshine. Um, oh. Letting letting him know that you're going to be here today and that he, he's supposed to show you around. Right. Uh, right. He's also got um, emails on, uh, like, upkeep of the museum, so um, payments paid to people, like, delivering heavy boxes, um, payments paid to the security team, payments paid to the guard team. Oh, and what, hmm. what, well, what payroll are they on, like? <laughs> yeah, who's the security contract? There's two contracts. Um, the security team contract is to Lone Star, and the guard contract is um, locally to the building itself. Ah, uh, okay. So they I will. Their I will. Own guys too, their own people. Well, the building security is a private contractor. Oh, okay. Yeah, the yeah. building security is a private contractor that's um, specifically for the Seattle Art Museum. Whereas right. the security contract is out to Lone Star, um, and you don't actually notice a physical presence for them just coming in the doors. Mm -hmm. um, so maybe it's a group that's off-site. You're not really sure yet. Okay. Yeah, that's. It, I would guess it's probably just like patrols or like if there's a 911 call, Lone um, Star is the one that's going to come. Yeah, yeah. As far as security clearance goes, um, he doesn't actually have anything for the guard room. But you notice that there's a long list of elevators for which he has clearance to, including for overriding the normal air elevators, the service elevators in the eastern side of the building, which are the very large elevators used for, you assume, moving art up and down, uh, and also um, the staff-only elevators. Okay, staff So we know I'm making a note of all this. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking all his security credentials to spoof, so that'll make it easier for us to get around later. Right. Uh, okay. But you said otherwise he doesn't have, like, any access to, like, if the alarms go off, he can't turn them off or anything like that? No, you don't see that on his comlink. Okay. Uh, da -da -da -da, let me think. Is there anything else that would be worth doing? Ah... Uh... No, I guess that's all the necessary information we need out of that. So, yeah, um... I don't know. I'll sign him up for some websites to give him some spam emails later because I think it's funny. <laughs> and uh, then I'll log out of his comlink. Okay. Um, so I've already forgotten. I'm sorry. But um, did you want the, t the tour of the normal parts of the museum? And then you want to try and go down to the uh, yeah, sub I don't, I don't want to make a beeline straight for that. I don't want to make it suspicious. You know, like, okay. 
because uh, I yeah I really want to know everything about the museum. So uh, okay, uh, well I'm just like so. What's the most valuable thing in here, anyways? <laughs> <laughs> well, he says, well, many of our pieces are priceless, as I'm sure connoisseurs like you already know. Oh, of course, I'm scratching my ears. <laughs> yes. Oh, I see uh, you have a Rodan here. You know, <laughs> it's not the monster. Shut up about that. <laughs> You mean the two-headed dragon thing? Yeah. Oh, wait, no, that's I, King Ghidra, isn't yeah, it? God. So the first thing to know is that <laughs> so the ground floor doesn't really have, um, and by ground floor, I mean the first floor ground floor, yeah, yeah. Um, not the second floor ground floor. The first floor ground floor has a shop and a restaurant. Um, the The restaurant is where is what's going to be serving food for the party. The actual party, um, he, he expects that everybody will want to wander around and look at art and then take take pleasure in the enjoyment of uh, of culture um, during the party. So um, food will actually be uh, ferried to the different floors by staff elevators. Um, so the three, yeah, so the first floor is gift shop, uh, restaurant. Second floor is ticketing, um, and it's kind of like like meeting rooms for just. Dis- discussing with people who want to set up new exhibits or for like uh, educational areas for like um, student groups and things like that. Um, the second floor uh, has two sections um, there. You have the European art display, which is again, his pieces from Germany and Italy that he's really proud to show off. Hmm? Oh, sorry. Uh, I, sorry. No, never mind. <laughs> okay. Norman. And then the fourth floor um, has two, also two different displays. In the gray area, um, they have local Pacific tribes art. Um, so that includes a lot of ceremonial, ceremonial masks, a lot of um, carved canoes, um, that sort of thing. And then it also includes the East Asian display, um, which has um, various uh, like decorative and formal and like informative like Buddhist texts. Um, there's a lot of ukiyo-e, there's a lot of silk screens uh, up there. Um, of course, there's dings. So uh, it's not necessarily specific to one country in Asia. Um, mm-hmm. So like it's, it's broken up into sections. You've got an India exhibit, you have a China exhibit, and a Japanese exhibit. Okay. All I know is, is when we're going through the, the Pacific tribes art there, I, I see like something like, hey, isn't that like a... A fancy version of that cartoon mascot that Khan had the other month. <laughs> you remember? Remember it had like the big dancing like dolphin and all that? It was really weird looking. I thought it was funny. Wait, it looks the just like the Olympic mascot. <laughs> that, that one Khan with the massacre and the explosions and the cars. Well, I went to this one website actually and it says that it was all just a conspiracy and that Lone Star tried to cover it up. It's really interesting stuff. I, I'll send it to you. Hold on. <laughs> or you could not. It's fine. Uh, okay. <laughs> References. Um, So when you're up in the East Asia uh, exhibit, do you all want to go ahead and make some perception checks? Gladly. I will try to perceive things. Uh, Is this visual or audio? Visual. Visual? I have one. Hey, I actually got this. I have... I did too. I have two. I got a rock. Okay. (laughs) There's nothing special up here, um, and that's what you're actually supposed to be noticing, is you don't see anything that would indicate any of the items up here are marked. So definitely yeah. everything you want um, hasn't been displayed yet. 
Okay. Interesting. Um, is it possible for me to go ahead and do an ascensing roll to see about magical defenses? Or you sure anything? can. All right. That I can do. Roll good. Roll good. I have 10 dice, so... Roll good. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks, random.org. That'd be one success. So. God damn it. <laughs> um, some of the objects up in here have, like, very faint magical um, presence. And you can tell that these are mostly coming off of objects that would have been used as part of um, burial rituals. Okay. So you can assume that it's it's like the like leftover energy of it having been used for a sacred purpose. But as far as like looking for any like magical traps on the displays or anything, you don't see anything. Okay. I'm wondering, oh, I'm wondering if it's possible as we traverse the building using my knowledge of how infiltration works and or my military knowledge to mm -hmm. look at the shape logistically that a force response would take in this place if there were an emergency so that if things go tits up i understand what to expect from where and what also the where the sickest be. parkour could be done as well <laughs> <laughs> thank you for that that was good okay uh you want to go ahead and roll your knowledge military sure thing that's going to be two successes on okay. a very bad roll. Well, the specifics of this kind of thing is probably something more that Yuki would know specifics on, but you can just guess that since the main entrance here is on um, that like second floor, first floor area where they meet, um, that's likely where any first responders would come in. Uh, they could also probably land on the roof if they wanted, because you could just have like a police helicopter show up. And then likely the first thing they would attempt to do is secure the escalators and the elevators, because those are the main methods of travel between areas. Okay. All right. Now, All are, there, uh, the group. are there vid cameras and stuff set up around here? Mm-hmm. Uh, am I detecting any matrix signals from them, or does it seem like they're all hardwired and not wireless? They are all hardwired. Gotcha. Makes sense, but I thought I'd check. Um, also, um... Yuki, if you want to go ahead and make a security design roll. Okay. Uh, two successes. Okay. Um, as far as, like, guards uh, in the building, you notice that there's um, a couple, like, uniformed people on every floor. It looks like there's about two per floor, and they sort of wander between the... Um, uh, exhibits, uh, mostly checking to make sure that people aren't touching things, but you assume that at night there probably will be somebody similar. And especially during the party, you'll likely see these people wandering around the floors um, when you're trying to do your heist. You also figure that the elevators are probably the main method of moving around uh, for all staff. So that includes like tour guides, that includes the curation staff, but that will also include guards. If a god get, wants to go somewhere, he'll probably use the elevators. Mm -hmm. And then the last thing is that um, fairly certain that you can see the, the telltale red hue of um, motion sensors, um, both on the, the little archways for the elevators, um, but also on the glass display, display cases themselves and in front of like freestanding art. Mm -hmm. um, so at night, more of those probably turn on. So that's probably something that you'll also want to deal with um, once you can figure out where they're hired wired into. Okay. Makes sense. Okay. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. Would I be able to roll matrix security now, or do I need to be able to access the system? Do you think to use that? It was hard. Oh, to it. to to fiddle with the. Um... Well, this is just a knowledge skill, just oh, to okay. to see sure. what I would know of matrix security. Yeah, how they probably have it set up. Uh, let me see what I get. One, two. Damn, only getting two successes a day on everything. Yeah, all I got two hits. So you figure that um, likely to prevent tampering. Um, they've got to have a room somewhere, probably where the guards hole up, where they have somebody who just keeps control of these devices. Mm-hmm. But likely, since they have some kind of um, outside security contract, you can put two and two together. That information is probably somehow being fed off-site as well. So uh-huh. if you do some tampering, you're going to want to make sure that you don't tip anyone off outside, or they may send um, some stronger response than just a bunch of guards. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So the first thing he does is he, now that he's shown you all the normal, um, I'm talking about Steve Jeffries here, now that he's shown you all the normal floors, he takes you back to one of the staff elevators, and he takes you down to the first sub-basement. Um, and the first sub-basement, uh, he doesn't show you very much of it. Um, it's just that this is where this elevator stops. There's a, an elevator all on its own to go down to sub-basement two. The normal staff elevators go from sub-basement one all the way up to the roof. Um, so in sub-basement one, you see that there's a security checkpoint. It looks like some kind of guardhouse. And it overlooks two important things. Um, there's a very large hallway um, with a set of big shuttered gated doors. Um, and you assume that leads to the alleyway behind the building. So likely when they get like you know art and stuff, it probably comes in through this kind of like loading dock area. Because um, that, that little hallway is extremely large. Like, you could back um, a semi-truck up into here, and it would still fit. So, likely when they're um, bringing new pieces in, like, especially, like, really big things, like uh, like a sarcophagus mm-hmm. or something, like, this is where they take them in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other thing the guard place overlooks is the two staff elevators, the normal sub-basement to roof one and also the one to sub-basement two. So, anybody doing any kind of traffic into anything important, um, this guard station is going to overlook. Okay. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, how hardened is the guard station? Like, is it like, is it just like a little booth, like a, a toll gate or something like that? Or is it like a little, you know, bunker with armored doors and everything? Like how, uh, there, there is a booth portion, um, with what you can assume is, um, bulletproof glass. Yeah. And so that's just for like the normal everyday operation of like sign here, Mm-hmm. Um, please go through the metal detector. Please leave any, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But it's also attached to a larger room, and you assume that's where the guards either um, like take their breaks, where they get ready for work, mm-hmm. um, and probably where they coordinate from. Okay. So if there's going to be a hardline access to the matrix, it's going to be in that area somewhere. Right in there. Yep. So, the security. so if we get, if you, we can get uh, the hacker in there. Uh, he can he can take over the system if he. Okay. Yeah, that's well. that's where playtime yeah, would this be. This is probably a dumb question, but did anybody bring any guns to the museum? No, <laughs> no. no. <laughs> we we assume okay. that was left. So. so, um, the the guard comes out of the booth, um, with a wand, like a metal detecting wand, to make sure that you're not carrying anything, uh, that you could use to shoot somebody. Um, before they'll let you get to the elevator to the sub-basement, too. But he also has another thing that's more literally a wand. Like, it looks like some kind of divining stick. 
and he like waves it over all of you to make sure that you're not carrying like say fetish gear. And by fetish, I mean magical fetish, not like you're covered in leather. Uh, I'm covered then. Um, right. So I had a question on that. Is it possible for me to roll magic theory to see how you would possibly fool or bypass one of those? Sure. Okay. Okay, that actually did a little better. That's uh, at least three successes. Um, you've got two major theories for how you could get past um, that particular wand. Okay. Um, the first one is you could just get any kind of magic dampening um, like spell. Uh, anything that makes something magical look non-magical. Okay. Um, that's fairly trivial, but you'd need to do really well in crafting it, probably, to fool something like a security detector designed to detect that kind of thing. The other thing you could do is overload it. Um, which would be to like target it with a magical effect that is so strong that like it it detects everything as magical, even if it's not, and that would make it worthless for detecting magic. Okay, so as just as a as a uh, question, if I were to use one of my manipulation spells specifically for light and pointed it as and directed it at that to overload it, could that work? Essentially, yeah. just make it make it sense that bright one to to fool it. Yeah, it would be a little difficult because that's not the intended use of that magic. But yeah, you, okay. you're pretty you're pretty sure you could figure out a way to make it work. Okay, so alrighty then. Just cast Manabolt on it. Manabolt, Manabolt. <laughs> I I do see that, but I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to go a little bit more subtle. If <laughs> if you only have Manabolt, everything looks like something that can be exactly with, <laughs> with a manable that does, yeah. yeah that doesn't seem like that's very subtle <laughs> no, not, not well keep in mind too like in 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 shadowrun there's there's a thing that's both like obvious spells and if a spell is not obvious that means when you're doing it no one who isn't magical can see it so like they'll just see you waving your hands and something happens and they won't get that you're actually doing magic it's kind of <laughs> it's, it kind of makes you think of magical combat in a different way when you realize that Two guys shooting mana bolts over each other are literally just like kids pretending to hadouken each other, and then one of them actually falls down on ice. <laughs> Missed that top. Billy. Okay. Billy so now out. that you've all been cleared, um, he takes you into the sub basement two elevator, uh, which obviously takes you down to sub basement two. Uh, and when it opens, it yes. Yeah. Was, was there? Uh, did we see any of the? Uh items that we were looking for like any any containers with numbers on them uh that stuck out to us or is are there are or is everything stored on sub basement too everything's stored on sub basement too sub basement one is just access and guard house okay all right that's fair and just to point out for you i have a photographic memory so i'll be able to remember all the stuff that i'm seeing down here okay so all right so sub basement two um you go down into it and it's basically like a large warehouse room uh, with boxes and boxes and boxes and boxes. Uh, there are a couple things that are like large enough that they're not sitting in crates um, because they're busy unpacking them so that they can actually go store them. The thing that stands out most is two gigantic 20-foot-tall statues of what looks like um, almost demonic-looking warriors. Um, they like flank the entrance to this uh, storage room as you go in because... Um, this is probably what they're working on right now. Mm-hmm. And they're huge. They're very intricately carved. Um, one of them is red, and he has his mouth open in like a kind of like a snarl or scream, and hands raised as though he was he's 
in the process of bending down to pulverize you. The other one's mouth is very tight. It's in a grimace, like someone who is in the process of dying. And that sculpture is painted pure black. They're both masterworks of uh, carving, but they're huge and extremely impressive. Uh, Yeah, if you want to go ahead and roll perception. Okay. I just lean over to Steve. I hope that's not what we're here to steal. That's almost certainly what we're here to steal. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, two successes. Okay. Uh, You notice that there are little um, AR tags, just like little chips kind of glinting at the bottom base of these statues. Uh, And when you attempt to access them, um, those two items and 13 other boxes light up on your AR display and only your guys' AR displays. Ah. Clever, clever. Someone marked everything for us. Okay. Okay. Uh, How tall were those statues Mm -hmm. again? 20 feet tall. Oh, my God. Jeez. <laughs> uh, and they're not online. Are they, like, even on, like, a pallet or something that we can, like, Is are, are they any way transportable? Like, They are on pallets because they still need to move them up to the um, okay. um, display area. Well, when, um, you when have an do idea you have a sh- some, <laughs> yeah. There's a very specific part on the fourth floor where the ceiling becomes very vaulted because, like, there's that whole, like, there's that, um, that like drop off area where you can see from the fourth floor down to the first floor that big mm-hmm. um, open space, like that's probably where they would have to display these. Um, it'd be a feat, but they could conceivably um, get them into the elevators and get them up. It looks like they're in the process of trying to figure out how to um, get them set up for that. Okay, how'd they get them down here again? Uh, they're in pieces. Uh, um, they're in pieces. they're, they're oh, joined okay. in separate sections. Okay. Uh, so we. But like right now, they're like pieced together as sort of like a like a dry run for how to put it together. Okay, so we have to dismantle them and pack them up and then ship them out. <laughs> Um, I'm so taking pictures of all these things as we're looking with them. What about the, the other the 13 items? Let's let's look at those. <laughs> Maybe we don't 100 percent this. Uh, so here's a 60 foot long jade dragon that we need to take. Or <laughs> uh, how big are the other pieces? Like, are they more manageable? Are they standard uh, size? Some of them are just like um, like the size of like your desk. Mm-hmm. Like kind of box. Um, some of the boxes are like the size of a troll, um, so they're all much more manageable than these two pieces. But they are they themselves also very heavy. Okay, uh, so we're definitely going to need. This is going to take time. This is not going to be like a yeah. Grab the thing and run. This is Min. You're magical. You can just shrink everything, right? Can you? That uh, <laughs> no. Uh, no. I could. That's not a thing. No. I don't know. I don't know about magic. <laughs> Actually, uh, do you have levitate as a spell? Uh, I do not. Can yeah. mana bolt levitate things? No? Didn't think so. No. <laughs> I wish it could. Um, That'd be great. So, I'm assuming that Poltergeist probably could manipulate it that us uh, like that, but I'm assuming it's probably under the same weight restrictions, though, and that would t- or concentration that would put a lot of stress on me. Uh, Maybe? I believe so, yes. Okay. Otherwise, I could just sit there making going like, I am the Red Guardian. Are they- <laughs> I, I am curated to no one. I, I assume there are forklifts <laughs> in this area, right? <laughs> All right. 
what do we need to make skill checks to pilot a forklift or special training or something like that, or is that something? <gasps> Are there forklift drones? Because I can hack um, them. Yeah. No. Do we have operate heavy machinery? Yeah, yeah uh, any kind of machinery. Um, pilot ground crafts, probably. I have that skill. Okay. I have that at eight. Okay. Well, I got it at ten. <laughs> Wow. Uh, okay, so we basically, in order to do this, we're going to need to have control of this area for a couple of hours and a semi truck. Uh, yeah. So we have to figure out how to do that. So basically, we have to cut off access to the outside without anyone knowing. We take over this control room area on the first sub basement. And- yeah, this is kind of like AD and D. The problem is not in finding the treasure; it's in getting it back out. Um, so we need to get a semi truck, uh, with a trailer, uh, to back it up to that loading dock area. Right. That, did I remember that right? That there's one on the Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it, it can, it will, um, be able to fit inside okay. the, um, it's like a long, like these two sub basements are like massive in size and scale specifically because they feed an entire museum. Okay. Right. Um, one, one semi truck is going to be enough for everything. Right. Um, yeah. Okay. So we don't need, well, yeah, we don't need like two trailers worth of stuff. Okay. No. Yeah. If you got, if you got one big cargo container trailer, you can fit everything into it. Okay. Uh, so we need that. And then we need to figure out a plan to secure the control room on the sub basement. And, uh, once we have control of it, then we can bring the truck in and then just load everything up and get out. It sounds like. So maybe, yeah, we go in through the roof to sneak in and then use the elevator shaft to get down there and then just sneak in and take over the guard room and then the control booth and then just, it, you know. I will be right back while you discuss this. Okay. Sure. Um, so that seems like the simplest way to do it is to just take the elevator shaft from the roof. And uh, because that, that, I mean... I mean, they'll undoubtedly have some security on the roof, but it can't be like they're going to have more people on the ground floor and stuff like that. You know, the in right. public available. It's going to be really suspicious with the elevator, the, the uh, yeah, the uh, the freight elevator going up and down constantly. Um, well, constantly, yeah, but even once. But if we just we can just climb down or rappel down, um, and or t- I mean, there might even be a service ladder we can take, um. It's not going to be in use during after hours, and then we just open it up from the inside, or you hack it open, and then we just have to deal with the guards. So maybe knockout weapons like dart guns or crossbows or something like that. Well, I was going to ask Aaron, what yeah. spells do you have? Yeah, uh, I was. Uh, I have been given um, mana bolt, uh, detect magic, antidote, stabilize, light, and poltergeist. Is Poltergeist summoning a Poltergeist, or is that just a fancy thing for telekinesis? Uh, it's I, basically a... Uh, no, what it is, is is you summon a Poltergeist, and it basically picks up all small objects within a certain area, like however much force you put into the spell, mm-hmm. and then it just starts wailing them around in random patterns, and it basically just imposes a minus two penalty uh, on visibility. So anyone shooting at you basically has to shoot it through all that stuff. Uh, and then okay, it so- also... It also does do stun damage because you know if you hit somebody with a bunch of that stuff, it, it'd do a little bit of stun yeah, damage to them. them on the head. Uh, yeah. I, that's the question: Could it be used as a distraction? Because in in Shadowrun, oh, yeah. poltergeist common. So, well, well, I don't know about common. Can, but can I mean, you imagine a poltergeist in a museum? Like, yeah, it'd be distracting. 
<laughs> oh my god, the main collection! <laughs> so yeah, Aaron, if you want to destroy, you know, centuries worth of artistic history, go for it. Hello, this is security guard Bob. I'm being distracted right now by a poltergeist. It's very distracting. <laughs> Um, was I can so, use the back end of my katana like Rurouni Kenshin. Oh god! Can I have you? I have you security um security design role. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, we could also get like maybe gas grenades or something like that, and just you know put people to uh, sleep. We just get gas masks and uh, three successes. That's true. Okay, so those AR tags that are marking the boxes stick out like a sore thumb. There's no way nobody didn't see them, and yet they're not being removed. What this means to you is that AR tags are probably normal, so it's likely to assume that all of these um, art installations have tags on them. What that would suggest to you is that if you move them, anyone who's monitoring the matrix will know. Yeah, so, like, that. when these leave the premises, not only is this probably going to call a rapid response team, but you'll basically have big GPS trackers on them telling you where you are. Mm. Oh, okay. Okay, so that would have to be—we'd have to disrupt or block or reroute the signal somehow. Yeah, uh, we, if we can just remove the tags, it's a physical thing, right? Like, uh, there's a physical chip or something on it, right? We just pull that off and stick it right on the ground where the box was. And then we take the box. Is that possible? But there's 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 a couple of problems here. Um, you don't necessarily know where the tags are, uh, and you assume the ones um, that aren't conveniently marking things for you, like the ones that are going to call the security team, are going to be a little bit more well hidden, and they're not going to be broadcasting themselves on the matrix. It's not like it'll be okay. much much harder to yeah. follow the wireless signals. Okay, multiple right. tags. When you t- if you tamper with them. Um, and you're detected, that could provoke a response all on its own, knowing that someone is um, tampering with the tags. It is possible to physically search the items for the tags, but in addition to attempting to load all this stuff and take it up away, like you'd have to physically search them for tags. That it's going to yes. take a huge amount of time. Yeah, yeah. That's why it's almost it may be easier to see if we can hijack and then spoof a, a all is well signal. Well, I, I think I have an easier idea for that because if there are RFID tags, all you have to do is we can just get a tag eraser and then just wave that over all the things, just to you know erase any tags that are on it, and then clone the tag with standard RFID tags and then just put that somewhere else so they think it's fine. Well, the the other, yeah, the other option you can do is play a shell game where you just um, clone the tags and then send them like bait cars off into different directions. Yeah, that too. Okay. Because okay. RFID tags are not hard to get a hold of. Uh, neither is a tag eraser. We can we can buy those in bulk. <laughs> okay. So cool. we, I could use a fixer contact to get the the distraction cars. Um, be well. First, I think maybe first off we try and. Uh, those those alerts though that go to the outside, those are going to go through that control room, right? So if we can uh, prevent that signal from getting out in the first place, uh, then you know it doesn't matter. What A lot of our lives is are ten times easier. Yeah, so yeah. so we erase mm-hmm. the tags. Uh, we can take over the control room, erase the tags, moving the objects, and when the alert goes out, 
you know, that it stopped at the control room. It doesn't get to the, you know, Lone Star rapid response team. But if it fails, we'll have the distraction car as a backup. Uh, yeah. So, but I think, um, so that's, yeah. Uh, that was good to know. <laughs> that would have been yeah. awkward. Uh, <laughs> I was, was going to mention it, yeah, because... You're, you're getting the distinct impression that on-site security is mostly to keep out, like, like ruffians, like gangsters and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, or, like, people looking to start trouble. Like, the real dangerous thing would be getting the Lone Star Rapid Response Team called on you. Because, again, like, museums are housing um, strong magical artifacts these days. So anything that comes in a Rapid Response is going to come armed for war. Okay. Uh, which is bad. Uh, a little bit. Just a little yeah, bit. We, we, we don't need that, really. Uh, I guess, uh, really quick, I should. I do have a rating nine for knowledge, skills, and safe houses. Uh, I think I'm going to go ahead and roll that as compared to where the museum are and figure out if there's any good places we could set up to have like a, a place to fall back to in case we don't want to hit the road, you know? We could sure. send out, like, if we get the fake cars, we can send them out and then just hide out somewhere else until the heat dies down. <laughs> Let me see. And I actually get three successes on safe houses. Okay, well, I hate to say that, but um, the Seattle Art Museum is actually very close to Pike Place. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) Would be close at this time, and there's a lot of lots and, like, just places to stash vehicles there. Like, you could hide in Pike Place. And and I have a seven in bars and clubs, so I'll find a safe house that's really close to a nice coffee place. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I can get my soy calf fix while we're hiding out. Uh, and I get two hits in that. It's There's soy calf shops everywhere. It's not hard Yay! to find them. Yeah, you sounded really you sounded really sad about that, Bridget. God. Uh, <laughs> she I hate rewarding I hate rewarding Pike Place. <laughs> what Pike Place ever do to you other than be an overpriced tourist trap with a, a tacky gum wall? Uh, I've I've been there four times on field trips, and every time it was more boring than the last. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been there once, and I got I like I'd never need to go there again. So, really, uh, <laughs> no, the only thing to see is like you got to go to the market where they're like chucking like like yeah. forty pound salmon at each other, yeah. and that's that's all there is to see. Once you've that seen that, sounds like a sketch thing. comedy thing. <laughs> I'm imagining it's just uh, that background character in Law and Order where he's like takes the cart off the truck and then puts it back on the truck. Except it's just a salmon now. It's just <laughs> just take the salmon out, throw the salmon in. Hey, can we? All right, so yeah, so uh, we have to throw it around. <laughs> so I, I uh, I'll make a take note for the down. group. Okay, that uh, we got a good safe house we can hide Do out we here. Have an idea of like um, so my my idea was that we get on the roof. We take the elevator shaft down, either repelling or... Is there an access ladder inside the elevator shaft? Is that something we could figure out? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so there is one? Yeah. Okay. So we take the ladder down so we don't need repelling equipment. Um, And then when we get to the sub-basement one, uh, we open up the elevator shaft from the inside. Is that possible uh, through hacking, or is that something we're just going to have to pry bar open? Well, remember that you have thermite paste. Okay, or we could... Yeah. (laughs) 
Uh, subtle. Uh, <laughs> it's not explosive. It just burns. Well, I'm just saying that's probably going to set off some kind of alarm. So like, it's yeah. like the duct tape of the demolitions um, world. So. But also, so speaking our, of of demolitions, you can duct tape to things. You also have plastic explosive. Right. See, there well, you go. Uh, we're trying to make this a stealth job. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I forgot to add. Are we still down there looking at the guardians, or are you done with that? Have we finished? I assume we we still are looking at the thing. Okay. Um, can I try one more uh, sensing check now that I can actually see both the the red and black guardians? Yeah. Okay. Hopefully there's something else here. Come on, random. Yes, okay, so much better. That's going to be one, two, three successes. It is magic as fuck down here. Not necessarily in the terms of traps, but just the sheer aura these things are giving off. Like, if you had just seen their auras, you would assume that these two statues are alive. Oh no, <laughs> about as magical as the, as the souls they inhabit. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of what I figured. Wait, is, can we, like, maybe... Well, maybe this is good. Maybe we can literally just ask them to get in the truck. Like, I knew you I knew you were going to say this. Oh. Excuse me, could we steal you? Is does, that anyone, okay? does anyone have any kind of East Asian history skill that they would like to use at this point in time? Uh, yeah, just, uh, I only have Middle East, so... Uh, history specifically? Oh, uh, I don't think I have. Any I, I can speak Hindi, Urdu. That um, any interest? Anything that's like interest Buddhism? Uh, religion, Buddhism. There you go. Yeah. But, all right. Oh, fine. I will go back to the temple if I recall it. Uh, I do have a question. It's I have an eleven in parentheses. Is uh, in the Buddhism. nine next. To me. Yeah, roll the, roll, so. the, roll the 11. Okay, no problem. I just wanted to make sure before I did that. Back. Yeah. All right. All right, uh, that's going to be one, two, three, four, five successes. Okay. Nice. Um, Yuki and... Um, uh, oh, my gosh. Uh, uh, <laughs> Yuki and Golgon, um, you both realize that these are statues of Ungyo and Agyo, which are traditionally um, temple guardians. They're massive in size and scope because um, they were commissioned after um, violent wars, which had burned down temples. So these are literally like physical manifestations of guardian spirits that are supposed to protect um, like the sacred relics and the monks. So like it, they're not particular. They're, they're intended to be horrifying, but they're not particularly horrifying to you because you feel like kind of like a kinship with them. Like these are like guys that like you would have seen. Like every day on your on your um during your like ascetic training. Uh, my training, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, but if you attempt to like actually like pull the stuff out of here, like it's kind of worrying because if they if they are really alive, like maybe that would make them mad. So, so I'm wondering if there's some sort of offering do, or yeah, something you could do to pacify their spirits uh, might be useful. A duel. Okay. <laughs> Wait, what? No, no, pacify, not duel. Uh, no, that's uh, yeah. We really, d you're probably going to lose that fight. Well, I was thinking. <laughs> oh, oh, you mean like I thought you were going to challenge him to Yu-Gi-Oh or something that, but that that. I already have my card deck out. What are we playing? <laughs> I don't think. Stand rules, slap right? it out of your hand. <laughs> no, no! Oh my god! You bent the edges. 
It's a pendulum summoning <laughs> deck anyway. <laughs> uh, it's uh, trash and no one likes playing with you. You know what? Uh, you guys are the worst. You guys suck. <laughs> laser, laser, calm down. Uh, Things not laser. <laughs> so, all right. So what would pacify a temple guardian statue spirit person? Um... Well, okay, so they're linked with Buddhism, but they're also Japanese um, statues, so they're linked with Shintoism. So there's a lot of things you could do. Theoretically speaking, if it were possible to bring down um, a Shinto priest, like, say, a sumo wrestler, uh, you could have him do a display. Um, Another thing you could do is also um, recite uh, works of poetry. So if you had a book of poems or you knew somewhere, let's say, in the museum that had a book of poems, you could have someone read them. Okay. Okay. Uh, did we see any books of poem in that East Asia exhibit? Uh, as it happens, you do remember that there was um, a collection of Waka-style poetry up there. <laughs> okay. Uh, have a copy of Rashomon? Not that I remember. Yeah, well, I, I do remember, but slightly differently than what you do. Well, technically, yes. Because, uh, okay, technically, yes, because the the Rashomon was originally like a like a Waka style poem tale, right? <laughs> so I mean, yes and no. <laughs> Yay! I'm sad I'm not in the room, so I can't throw something at you, Ross. <laughs> waka waka. <laughs> nice. Oh man, I'm just imagining Fozzie in a kimono. Now. Okay, so we need to make a pit stop uh, on the fourth floor, right? That's where these days your exhibit was. Yeah. Yes. Or I think unless, so. well, wait. If we know the title of it, uh, we could probably buy a. Well, do they want? Is it the poetry matter, or is it the the physical book that matters? Because if we can just get the poems, the content of the poems. I was about to say, I could just yeah. get a YouTube video and play that over my comm link for it. It'd have to be an uh, authentic performance, so I think we need an actual yeah. person there. Yeah. The cat these... is wearing a kimono and has a top knot, Ross. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Is that a samurai cat reference? Anyway. <laughs> even 13th century Japan has heard of the shame of the Chicago Cubs. Uh... <laughs> uh, thank you. Yeah, right, so. ideally, ideally, you would need someone who could um, preferably speak Japanese um, to actually perform the poetry. Okay. Um, so, sincerely, it doesn't have to be good, it just has to be sincere. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Oh. Too bad the street samurai doesn't speak Japanese. Um, but I, I do. What are, what are you talking about? <laughs> Sandra saw Watashi wa offended, Desio. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not how it works, Cassandra. <laughs> but he does speak it, right? Um, yes. He does speak Japanese. Mm-hmm. All right. uh, well, Yuki, actually, maybe you could ask and make a special request to look at the poet, uh, look at the poems themselves. Uh, see if you can flip a few pages so you can then, as long as the hacker, so you could look at them and have a chance to memorize them. Uh, for you, the performance. You, 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 well, like I could probably just ask what poems are in there. Okay. Um, actually, at I this don't... point, I'm just thinking of getting Yuki and Cassandra and just having him do a freaking Monzai routine for the statues and see if that goes over with. Them. <laughs> no, never over, <laughs> over your dead corpse. <laughs> they have okay. a very old. Um, version of the um, Issei Monogatari. 
you say Monday? Um, that's illustrated. Oh. So would having the showing the the statues actually improve? Showing the statues, the illustrations actually improve their chance of being pacified. It would add to the authenticity. Okay, so we should hmm. we need the actual book. Okay. Uh, so we need to figure out how to get. Okay, so we go down to the fourth floor. We go down to the sub basement one first to s- lock down the control room area, uh, and the hacker can go nuts. Um. And then we, we, some people go up to the fourth floor to grab the book, and then we go down to the sub basement. Does that sound like a plan? Yeah. All right. So um, we thermite or pry bo- thermite the thing, the door, the elevator open, uh, just to make it quick. Um, and then that's the thing is that like getting in there and taking over the guard room uh, and everything. That seems the main thing. Like you know. Well. Yeah. I need to let you know that, remember, you've, you already know there's motion sensors on the elevators. Okay. And they're hardwired, yeah. so you won't be able to hack them. Okay. So, like, you're going you're gonna to need something. Like, you're going to trip the alarm immediately when you come in. Okay. Uh, like, and- that's unavoidable. Okay. But, like, where that alarm trips and what it looks like um, will be up to you. Okay, so we have to fake the alarm. Uh, yeah, um, and then make it uh, either make it look like a false alarm or or, or redirect it somewhere else. Yeah, if yeah. you can get control of the um, security room quick enough, mm-hmm. obviously you can send an all clear and redirect it however you want. But like triggering an alarm is like going to be non negotiable. It's going to happen at least once. Okay. Okay. Uh, so maybe skip the roof at, at all and just go through the loading dock. Uh, um, is there so if there's a loading dock area, there's a little road. Is there like a door aside the loading dock, or is it just a loading dock? Like it is, it is a big like metal like grate. Right, but um, is there like a standard sized door near it, or are there any other entrances from the? From no, that that is the loading dock entrance. Is that big grate that they op- lower um, and okay. keep locked most of the time, and then you open it if a truck's actually coming. Okay. Uh, because so, there's like no reason for anyone to come in through the loading dock unless they're moving or um, unloading things. Okay, uh, so maybe we move the truck in first. Uh, I fake it as the like, hey, we're supposed to make a delivery or a pickup. Uh, anyways, I got uh, so I, I bullshit the guard who's <laughs> talking to me. And that point, the rest of the team does uh, does the uh, raid. Um, you know. Is there a way to physically to hack the door to pop open, or is it mechanical? Is it is it is there no? It's mechanical okay. on the guard's side. You have to have somebody in the building to open it. Okay, someone inside the building. So, um, hmm. Like going down the the um uh elevator shaft is fine. It's just like once you burn it open, like instead of using the ladders, you might want to use the wrapping gear to get yeah. down to the sub basement extremely quickly. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, what's the, what's the, like, how much time, once we trigger the alarm, how much time do you, what would we have before we get the rapid response team? Like, one minute, two minutes, something like that? Well, the rapid response team isn't going to come just because the alarm goes off. Cause, right, right. Because, yeah. Yeah, that's, um, that, that's what I mean. Like, how long do we, what's our T-minus before they're like, oh, shit. That might be, uh, that might be it's... a question for anyone who has security design or security procedures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you want to go ahead and roll security design there, Yuki. Uh, for for specifically like how they would enter. Or, sorry. Well, how or long... or if if an alarm goes off, how long would the response take? 
Um, yeah, you could also roll your rapid response uh, roll if you want. Cool. Because I have ten dice in that. Yeah, the main thing is like, how long do we like? How long should we plan for to get like top of the roof uh, to the sub basement one to you know secure everything? Because this is where the street samurai comes in, you know, super fast and. Well, what we do is we get a box of devil rats and we just throw them down the elevator shaft so they think that rats were just triggering the motion sensors. <laughs> then they're distracted. Well, okay. Uh, well, Two maybe, successes. Yeah. Two successes? Okay. So the the proximity alarms is just going to trigger the guards, right? So they're going to want to know what's setting off the motion sensors. But as far as an alert to the rapid response team, there's two ways to get triggered. One... Um, the RFID tags let them know that someone's tampering with or trying to move the um, mm-hmm. artifacts. Or two, um, it has to be manually sent out. So as far as like time from an alarm to time a um, rapid response team gets called, it's a question of the human involved. So like a guard would need to go to the alarm see what caused it, and then they would manually radio back and say, hey, you got a call on those dudes. Okay. Uh, so that's at least a couple minutes, it sounds like. Um, <laughs> uh, I just had a wicked idea, but I'm going to wait a second here. All right. Okay. Um, well, you have to remember that if it's the elevator shaft, somebody just has to walk out of the guard room, yeah. get in the elevator, take it up to the roof, peek his head out of this access door and go, holy shit, that's thermite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Unconscious guards have trouble historically operating radios, though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I hit my head on toilet. <laughs> okay, so yeah, we'll we'll do that. Uh, uh, take the roof down to sub basement one. Get some quick. So we need quick repelling gear. Uh, we already have thermite. It sounds like, uh, and then we need knockout <laughs> weapons. So uh, dark. I, I would recommend getting some stick and shot rounds for whatever gun you have. These yeah, um, best thing. I only have shot gloves. My character doesn't ha- even have a gun. So. Yeah, I have a street lane special, but I have normal bullets for it. Yeah. Yeah, but you also have mana mana bolt. You don't need a street lane. <laughs> you don't need a gun. Okay. <laughs> Ma- mana bolt is technically non lethal because it just uh, when you're hitting people with it, it just knocks them out. Okay, that 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 probably will be the best one for me. Yeah. Uh, Unless it's like a magical being or something, then you might actually kill it. Okay. Um, I also think we should probably invest in getting some jammers to block wireless signals, mm-hmm. just in case. That could be useful. Yeah, uh, stuff jobs always require ECM rushes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's my thought. Uh, so jammer would be useful. Uh, tag erasers and some blank tags. So we can maybe do a like like Bridget was saying a shell game as far as the RFID tags on the actual things we're stealing, mm-hmm. uh, and all uh yeah, and then the distraction car. Uh, well, I, I, I'm thinking, dude, does anyone as far as contacts or knowledge have anything pertaining to street gangs in Seattle? Uh, I got a beat cop or not a beat cop, uh, rent a cop contact. Rent a cop. I have a yeah. Mister Johnson. Uh, Mr. Johnson might be useful because uh, cause I'm having an idea that if worse comes to the worse and they send the high response theme, yeah. uh, our last ditch plan 
could be to have like a bunch of go gangers just intercept that team and engage them in just a, a running street fight, shooting at each other in a car. Well, I mean, that, that kind uh, just of to goes buy us time, blood thing. So uh, uh, yeah, we're not spilling like any blood. Mm. <laughs> it's not even in the museum. Also, we're, you know, we literally have giant magical statues that we'll be hauling around that might like uh, not they like don't have an internet a, connection. They won't know. You can well, no no. If a if a large protracted firefight goes around anywhere near them, that might be a problem. Yeah. <laughs> all, right, all right. Well, you have to consider that if you hire someone. They're technically your vassal, yep. and anything your vassal does reflects on your honor. You know, these rules are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I just go sit in the corner and play on my comm link. All right. Uh, so, yeah, I'll, I'll get the Mr. Johnson to arrange, like, two distraction cars with the fake clone signals that we'll send to them, So then they go in opposite directions, and then ours will be erased, so uh, yep. ho- hopefully... <clears throat> they won't, uh, and tell them to get big trucks or cargo vehicles for the distraction. Okay. So it looks, so it looks plausible. Um, since these yeah. are items that are, you've decided are necessary for the heist. Yeah. I don't want to fiddle around too much with like purchasing and setting these things up. So I'm just going to say that all that stuff is okay. Okay. Um, payment okay. for like the Mr. Johnson and stuff is like, he's going to want favors from you after this job. Sure. Or you might want to cut him in on the take. Like, how you pay him is up to you. But getting all this stuff to do the job is relatively trivial because I don't want to get bogged down. In right, how, right. How about the semi? Uh, yeah, semi is real easy. Um, you've already got um, a vehicle operation, like a heavy vehicle operations permit. Um, so you could um, ask your chop shop friend to, to hook you up with um, a semi. Cool. Because he's got to know an owner operator who's willing to lend you it for a job, especially if you say you're going to like cut him in on the take. So, yeah. Again, sure. you're getting close to 100,000 new yen if you do the entire job. Yeah. Cool. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it occurs to me back when I was looking through the curator's emails, there wasn't anything like a delivery schedule or anything. I mean, was there? There was not. Yeah, that would be too convenient. Well, you have his email. Uh, yeah, that's. I'm kind of thinking like. If we can pretend that we're supposed to be there, like I, I'm, I'm not in the mindset of like trying to prevent an alarm since, like Bridget says, we're probably going to trigger something at some point anyway. But you know, the longer we can manage to prevent that, the better for us. If, yeah, if so. you can spoof an email and like mess with the date and time and put it in a spam box. Well, I'm thinking like if he has the security room contacts in his email, I can spoof an email from his account to security saying that, oh, there was a last minute, you know, kerfluffle and we're going to be getting a late night shipment tonight. Sorry about the well, short notice. If you remember the emails, um, he does payroll. So mm. um, him telling guards what to do uh, is probably normal because he's the one signing checks. Right, right. So that's what I'm thinking there. Like, that can be our sort of in. So, you know, they might think something's weird, but they won't sound the alarm right away. And that way, that could go with Ross's thing he was saying earlier of trying to get a, a you know, the truck to the uh, the loading dock. You just be like, hey, I'm, I'm the guy. I think the curator said something about me coming here, yada, yada, yada. Um, you must sense. remember that there's going to be a party going on mm-hmm. during this heist. So it's feasible to think that um, materials for the party 
Like um, ah. they would probably show up there because again, this there there's going to be like high class people there, so they're going to want champagne, they're going to want food. Yeah, um, yeah. Loading dock, that services everything. This services the artwork. This services the gift shop. This services the restaurant. I got you. Okay. There you go. <laughs> All right, so yeah, they'll, they'll be distracted as well. So, um, yeah, if there's a party, is the party going on uh, all four levels or just the uh, restaurant level? All four levels. All four levels. So, uh, everyone wears suits so you can mingle in if you need to. <laughs> uh, we're doing this payday style. Uh, so, get your but, guns. But, Ross, you, you historically hate quiet jobs. Uh, well, you know, sometimes <laughs> you need to do them for the Chivos, all right? This isn't a Chivo run. <laughs> Uh, Ross, I told you, if we're going to do the Disney thing, I can't do a Donald Duck voice. <laughs> I may or may not have Googled the Murky Water Shatter Raid heist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's stealth only jobs, Aaron. Um, <laughs> so, I'm aware. All right. So, all right. Uh, yeah, I guess we're ready to go. Well, um, yeah. Also, like, thank God this is not the payday crew, or like, objective one would be kill everyone in the museum and bag their corpses. <laughs> not necessarily. <laughs> Sometimes you can just tie civilians down. So, kill all the guards, and then, uh, and then if the civilian, if you run on cable ties, then shoot civilians. So, uh, okay. but you have at least two cable ties per person, so you're fine. <laughs> That's something to think about in pre-planning. All right. Is there anything else that you think you need to plan before or more legwork you want to do before you actually start this job? Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, make sure we have a good route for, to the uh, the to the point. Um, yeah. You know, make sure there's no well, construction or anything like that. Yeah, that's um, that's something that Emma can help you out with um, because she has specialized knowledge of Seattle. So it would be yep. relatively easy for her to plan a uh, a route where you can get the the semi to the building without too much trouble. And maybe one alternate route in case you know they're on to us or something like that. Yeah, something else goes particularly wrong. So, so just to recap here, um, you're planning on bringing the truck in by lying. Um, then everybody's going to pile out of the back and surprise the guards. Then you're going to go send somebody upstairs so that you can get the book of poetry. And then you're going to start stealing everything. Mm -hmm. You're going to drive the Pike Place and hang out, maybe do the shell game if you get discovered, and then go from there to the Puget Sound uh, Harbor? Mm -hmm. Yep. Right? Pass everything off him. Sounds good. Okay. Uh, we'll go ahead and um, move on to Halloween night then. Um, okay, so as you're driving the truck up, um, the art museum's AR looks a lot different than it did the night before, uh, and a garish parody of the full moon overhead. The entire front of the building is marred by an ugly yellow orb. Periodically, poorly animated black shapes that you could only assume are supposed to be quote-unquote bats flap across the surface of the moon, giving you a very B-movie impression. <laughs> <laughs> so you pull around to the alley. Um, how do you plan on getting this, uh, getting them to open the door for you? What's the call? What's the goal here? Are you going to uh, call them up on their phones? Yeah, yeah. I'll just call them up. Uh, <laughs> say I'm, uh, you know, I, I've made up some cover story, or, you know, fake, 
uh, trucking company with a fake number, you know, that they can call and verify. Uh, so, you know, I'm with, with Sal moving. We're here to, to, uh, make a shipment. Uh, I'm driver Bob. Uh, here's my, uh, credentials and, you know, uh, can you open up the gate for us? So I will, uh, roll con for that. Okay. And, uh, oh, wow. I did well. Thank you. Random.org. Uh, I got four successes. <laughs> oh, nice. The most exhausted sounding voice you've ever heard says, please wait a minute in like the like roughest, most in-plate way. Okay. Uh, it's some time. Look, can you- uh, and you're sitting out there starting to wonder if maybe you've been made. No. <laughs> uh, before finally you hear the, the mechanical cranking and the gate starts to open up. Okay. Uh, you can see on the other side of the gate, there's two guards standing there. Um, one of them is coming outside and he's headed up towards the cab. Okay. Uh, so the guard, yeah, this is, that was my job. <laughs> he, uh, he wraps, I pull out my gun. He wraps, he wraps on the, the window of the, the passenger side and he holds his hand out like he's looking for something. Uh, paperwork probably. Uh, slap him five. <laughs> By the way, I should ask who's in the cab and who's hiding in the back. Yeah, this should probably if be uh, the a violence person in the uh, cab. To, uh, <laughs> Are you sure, Ross? Well, I mean, I'm the talking right. person. Um, I mean, the idea is that they uh, open up the thing, so I can. Yeah, hide. we're. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, we can hand of that too. If you want me to be up there, because I have the mana bolt and I can try to stun him. So Steve for sure is in the is in the cab. So yeah. um, who else who else is in the cab? Is your driver in the cab actually piloting oh, yeah. this vehicle? Yeah, probably. Oh, yeah, I'm who's... in the passenger seat. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll have... be in back with my with my uh, fist holstered in a show. Yeah, actually, we should have someone who can drive the fucking truck. <laughs> yeah, who has the best? Uh, <laughs> okay, pilot that, that's so, me. So Yuki's okay, driving. Yeah. Steve's in the passenger seat. Everybody else is in the back. Mm-hmm. Yes, sure. Yeah. Okay. Ready to go. So, uh, Steve, he's got his hand out. Yeah, I hand him the faked paperwork that I have already done, uh, and tell him, <laughs> "Come on, let me." Uh, so, yeah. he takes your clipboard and he looks over it. Yeah. Uh, and I've seen you've got a bunch of BS on there, like like yeah. uh, glassware. Yeah. Um, sashimi meat. Yeah. <laughs> well, like things that would be dropped off. So, like, yeah, I'm making at a party. A, yeah. a, a Giant ice swan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Crappy champagne that you're going to dress up as good champagne. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Watered down. Champagne. I'm just. Halloween I am just. Wine. <laughs> I'll, hollow wine. Yeah. Hollow oh wine. my yeah. god. Hollow wine, which is brew. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, again, it, it takes him a while to look at it, and he finally says, fuck it, whatever, and he moves to pull the, the uh, truck into the, the room. Thank you. our greatest weapon. Uh. <laughs> like, I'm not even paying attention. I'm in the back trying to hack the AR to make the museum look like Castlevania, because it looks so crappy. <laughs> All right. Minimum uh, wage is our greatest ally. So you get, yeah, get, get the truck in there, and, uh, then we'll uh, uh, sort of send a little comm link like we see two guests uh, right, right now. You know, yeah. Yuki, I need you to make a pilot groundcraft roll because this truck is kind of unwieldy and it's it's not something you're used to driving. Okay. Um, 
burn edge if you have to. Yeah, so you're gonna need to, you're gonna need to back, critically you're gonna need to, park the truck. You're gonna need to back this this semi in without like doing something to give away the fact that you're not a regular driver. Yeah, back. Well, when in doubt, we'll just sprinkle some bourbon on you. No, that's not good. <laughs> All right, I see a lot of fives and sixes. One, two. That's good. Three, four, four successes. Oh yeah, you 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 can move it in, no problem. I drive casually, not too casually. <laughs> <laughs> like I have somewhere to be. Right? <laughs> ah, this trucker's driving puts me at ease for some reason. <laughs> okay, so um, after that, the guard walks back around um, from outside, and you can see in the mirrors that um, the other guard is also walking around, and these two are gonna get ready to open the back. Okay. Well, I've done my job. Okay, so they um, open the latch and they fling up the door. And what do you do? Ever seen a grenade before? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, all game. <laughs> I, I couldn't pass that reference up. Um, so I guess we hey. hold them into the back. <laughs> hey, kids, want to see a dead body? Mm-hmm. Does somebody? Is there intimidate skill? I forgot. Um, there is, uh, there is. intimidation too. Yeah, uh, yeah. Somebody who has an does anybody have intimidation higher than eight? I know. I, I have two. All right. <laughs> so while they're doing that, I will get out of the passenger seat and I'll just say, um, I'll just motion to the guard to like keep quiet and just like use basically like this will all be vi- this will all be over uh, and you won't be hurt. Just. Just don't freak out. Be cool. Yeah, yeah. Are you being cool? (laughs) Be cool. Be cool. (laughs) So roll an intimidate. Well, I assume everybody else draws what guns they have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We're just sitting there with the guns already out. Pointed. Uh, Pretty good. Three successes. Or the hand in front of me glowing. Okay. Um, They put their hands up uh, and don't move. But um, Menachem, um, did you go ahead and spoof the comm link for the uh, curator? Yeah, sure. Uh, you're getting some outbound tra- uh, traffic from their comlinks. Uh, They're not saying our- anything, but you're getting outbound traffic. That's fine. I turn on the jammer. Okay. <laughs> Beep. So that's um, on, and I'm like, uh, please turn off your comlinks, or we will have to do it manually. <laughs> okay. Um, it's nice to know now that the guards have sub-vocal communication. Um, so they stop sending signals out, but, uh, there's still probably people in the guard room. Okay. Yeah. So you gotta, you gotta, are think, there, um, you gotta do something there... now because otherwise, um, they're going to notice that the dudes haven't come back into the room to say everything's okay. And they're going to send this, the hardwire signal out. Uh... Right. Right. Uh, is, are their comm links built in or do they have external ones? Uh, their comm links are built in. Ah, they would do that. Sons of bitches. All right. Um, well, wait, I'll go to the guard room. Go Is it locked? I try, I try the door. Uh, it, it, there's a keypad. Okay. Like, um, like, um, like you'd need like a badge or something. Okay. Uh, okay. oh, is it just uh, a swipe or do I? Yeah. It's, it's, or it's, does it's it take biometric data? Yeah. Yeah. It's proximity. All right. Okay. You can, you so, can push a guard over there. Yeah. We yeah. push a guard over there and have him open the door. Uh, okay. and then you guys can yeah. bump and meanwhile, um, 
I will. I will. Go. We go in there, and I'll try and intimidate those guys. Be like, please. Okay. Um, the door <laughs> opens, and you Wait, see so a control panel with like obviously a lot of monitoring devices. Yeah. And there's a gentleman sitting there, and then there also is like a couple of bunks, some lockers. Uh, it looks like they've got their own bathroom back here, and there's uh, a dude just sitting there reading a book, chilling on one of the bunks. Okay. <laughs> I just say, at least you have your job up. to do. We have our job to do. Just, just, just don't make this. I don't. We don't want to hurt you, and you really don't have the capacity to hurt us. So yes, okay. he doesn't. He doesn't want to hurt you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll, uh, go ahead and roll the that, that was a good Hawkson speech, Ross. Yeah. Uh, well, only two successes this time. But okay. Well, um, they put their hands up too. They don't want trouble. Uh, but they don't look like they're going to be very cooperative captives. All right. Um, so you could probably tie them up if you wanted, but you have yep. to remember that they all have built-in comm links with sub-vocalization. Okay. Um, so you're either going to need some kind of permanent jamming solution, or well, you're going to need somebody to watch them. Well, it's Halloween, and the treats at my house are concussions. <laughs> <laughs> now see i was just gonna say we could just sit them in a circle with the jammer in the middle but i mean yeah uh well, fine yeah, we, you can knock them out if you want we tie them up uh put masks over or you know put you know bags over their heads or whatever uh so they can't see anything um we put the jammer then, uh, between them and then um yeah if they do if they start acting up we can we can knock them out or if one of them is resisting or trying to tie them up then we can i mean there's no safe way to choke them out it's not a it's not you're we're not like solid snake press x to not you know choke out you mean it. we can't just get either yeah. ross yeah. <laughs> steve remember the basics you uh, see <laughs> that, 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 that would be you either yeah crab battle crab battle huh tasty all right so yeah once uh they're okay. all taken care of i'm just gonna go sit myself down in the security room uh Put out my little Rick and Morty bobblehead and log into the system. Uh, all right. You just enjoy playing characters that I feel bad about hating, right? <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> all right. Um, so we secured the control room. It, well, I mean, your your hacking is ongoing. Obviously, delete all the video footage of us. Uh, well, yeah, I'm, I'm looking to see like what the cameras cover, uh, yeah. what they've seen of us so far, and more importantly, any active monitoring that's going on. Like, do, do they have to check in with someone regularly, or what's what's up with this? What's what's the sitch? What do things look like? Uh, yeah. Um, so when you log into it, um, the first thing you notice is that it has a permanent secured connection, like hardwired connection to some outside source. Okay. Uh, so you assume that that's probably um, the way to call in the uh, uh, rapid response team. Right. Uh, and then also you've got your monitors. Um, but something seems weird about the video monitoring. God, this better not turn into Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you, you should want also to check investigate right it? Uh, yes, I do. I have both matrix security and operating systems. So what do you think would be more appropriate? Matrix security. Okay, I'm rolling that. And I get one, two, three, three hits. Um, this is a pretty good programming. 
but you know video looping when you've seen it. Someone else oh. has already tampered with these cameras. Oh shit. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah. I let everyone yeah, I let everyone know that right away. <laughs> uh, guys, we may have some competition on this job. Oh well shove this street samurai at it. Um at your camera. <laughs> Okay. I'm going to see if I can go through that loop footage and figure out what it originally was, like see if I can get a picture of what it was before they started looping it, if they haven't deleted it already. Uh, ooh, three sixes on data search or browse it would be the same either way. Okay. Uh, on one of the cameras, um, the one that looks at the elevator shaft very close to the um, the roof, um, you can very briefly see uh, an image of what looks like a woman's hand place something over the camera up there, and then all of the footage um, starts looping, uh, previously recorded footage of the party. Okay, but no actual... Okay, so we don't know who's there... Uh, I will I will mention that to everyone, and then I'll go back to observing the security system, I guess. Um, I want to... That, that line to the uh, rapid response team, is it just like a signal, like I just press a button and it sends an alarm, or is it like an actual two-way communication channel? Uh, press a button, receive alarm. Okay. Do I have anything that looks like a contact where I can get in touch with them? Um, sorry. Oh, no. Um, it's basically a panic button. That okay. It triggers. Gotcha. It, it just sends it and it calls the armed response. Like, they don't need to say okay. anything. Right, right, right. It just, it, just, it just brings the fury of Odin down on. <laughs> yeah. Because that's a literal thing. They do have things that are actually called panic button. That's a brand name in Shadowrun. <laughs> um... Because I was thinking I could say that we we were having glitches in the system, so if they got any alarms, to ignore them. But in this case, we that's can't like, do that. That's like out of all the things to say. That's the most <laughs> suspicious. Like, that's... <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you want from me, Ross? <laughs> Not would you that. prefer something like, "Hey, Control, me and Leroy were having a bad." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How fast can you get here? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking serious. Uh, all right, so we have competition. So some people need to go down in sub basement. Too. Do we know if there are any personnel in sub basement too, right now? There's usually uh, there... not anybody in okay. the sub basement because it's storage. Okay, so let's go down there and look at the area, not take anything yet. Uh, just make sure that it's all there and there's not like another group of shadow runners, you know, already unloading yeah. crates or whatever. Uh, yeah, well, because that's the thing we don't even know like if they're targeting them. Anything in the basement, or if they're here to get like a person from the party that they're going to kidnap, like yeah, yeah, if yeah. we can avoid stepping on each other's toes, that'd be great. Yeah, that would. So who's who's all going down to sub basement two? Definitely the street samurai. I volunteer. Yeah, that. I'll definitely. Gee, thanks, Ross. I'll I'll be go. I'll be accompanying her as well. So uh, so will I. Um, yeah. So so Yuki, um, Cassandra, and uh, Minjun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll sit Sounds in the control good. room in case somebody calls and I can be like, haha, things are fine here. What, you think I can't handle this? Uh, no. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm Is it here because I have guy. a con of two. Yeah, I have a con of ten, so yes. So, uh, like, okay. uh, have you ever had those issues where you had to hack the, the cameras and get call the, the guards at the same time? Yeah. It's a bitch. We know this. 
<laughs> okay. Uh, and then also so, I can try and figure out how to get that book. Like, is it in, it's in, it's behind a case, right? Or is it uh, in open air? Uh, it's behind a case. It's behind a case. Because okay. it's it's an old illustrated book, so it's it's something they would want to protect. Okay, so I'm going to look around the room to see anything I can use to like try and open that case. Like, if there's any oh. keys or anything. So now, do I have? Uh, I'm just doing that in the control booth. Uh, Godot, could you also check to see how those motion trackers are doing? Um, that's what or... that's what I was about to ask. Like, yeah, can I turn those on and off? Or is... yeah, yeah, you can. Okay. Yeah, what I'll do is I'll wait uh, until you guys like are ready to do your thing and then turn them off. Mm-hmm. But they're still not... currently on at the moment. Yes. Okay. Yeah, there's no reason for them not to be off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't notice them having been tampered with. Okay, so everybody that goes down to the sub-basement, Yuki, Sandra, and Minjin, mm-hmm. um, the energy is way different in here. The mm-hmm. lights are flickering. It's making the Guardian statues look incredibly fierce and upset. And from somewhere amid the hordes of boxes, you hear what sounds like a very deep um, masculine voice that is somehow very close to you, but also very, very far away. Uh, and it's just repeating one phrase over and over again. And it sounds like, Taos. Taos. And it's like, it's phrasing um, within Japanese or, or just... Is that uh, Chinese? Or? No, that's... Uh, I believe as a giant weeb, I would know that that's <laughs> Japanese. Yeah. Like, it, I don't know Japanese, but that is one of the words in Japanese I would know. <laughs> Sounds Japanese. <laughs> Must be Japanese. I remember that because you, you um, that's like to defeat, to throw down or uh, kill, overcome. Yeah, like Ugh. defeat in a duel type verb. <laughs> oh, this is a problem. We need so, to get that book. Uh, well, yeah. Yuki is uh, actually knows Japanese, right? So she could actually yeah. confirm that or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, you notice also that things are not placed the same as they were. Someone has opened up some of the crates and some of the items have been moved out. Um, you see, for instance, that there is a kimono um, with a fishnet pattern, like an actual fishing net. I don't mean like a fishnet kimono. Mm-hmm. Um, that's mm-hmm. um, on a hanger that's um, been set next to one of the boxes. Um one, a box has been broken open, and there's little ceramic figures that have been spilled on the ground um, between the statues of Ungo, Ungo and Agio. Um, and also, uh, there's another box that's just like has a big hole in it, like somebody punched it, like punched it and ripped something out of it. Are there any cameras we, down in that level? Yeah. Yeah, there's cameras down on that level. Okay. All right. Yeah, we can ask them uh, like to rewind it and see what we find. That's what I'm doing. I'm going to try and queue up the footage there, see if I can see anything that went on there. Oh, can we – well, you're upstairs. Like, can we see – or can our, do our comics have video on them? Can we see what the other players are seeing? They should, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and also while he's doing that, I'm going to do an assessing check to see if this is another mystical – attack or if we can get any more information off of that. Yeah, I got a five on my browse to go through any of the old video footage from that floor. Okay. okay. I'm going to hold off on answering your browse until I get the roll from Aaron. Sure. Okay, sure. and I just have one success on the ascending roll. Okay, so 
the energy coming from the statues is obviously aggravated, but there is a presence uh, that you didn't notice yesterday um, that is very, very strong and also seems very malevolent to you. Oh, and how far is it past the, the statues? Can I, uh, I ascertain yeah, the kind of distance? Hard, hard to pinpoint. Um, either, well, okay, we've either run into one thing. One, something is that should not have been woken up was, that's worse than the statues. Uh, or two, something that's worse than the statues has come down to retrieve something. Um, have we been, like, have we, like, passed the little threshold that the, the two statues have, uh, like, uh, stood in front no, of I've, I'm assuming that you're just um, sitting at the elevator looking into the... Okay. I'm going to recommend that we do not walk past the two statues for right okay. now. At uh, least agreed. until we get the book and I can so, read it. Mm-hmm. The camera feed that you have of this is mm-hmm. the elevator um, like about an hour ago. The elevator doors open and a woman in a full set of synthetic body armor um, had walked out of the elevator and started unpacking things. Uh, at some point during that time, uh, she just stops and just stood very still for about five minutes, like not doing anything. It was really weird. Walked over to one of the boxes, punched it open, and pulled out what looks like a sword. Uh, Steve? Come look at this. <laughs> um, I don't like that. That doesn't look good. Uh, what happened to her after she took the sword? The, the... Uh, she walked off in the crates, and then due to the the flickering of the lights, it's really impossible to get a good view of anything down there. Okay. Um, is the is that sword one of our fifteen items? <laughs> yeah, that's what that I was, was one of the boxes that was AR tagged. Yes. Dang it! Um, um, could could you describe the sword? Is, was it? Uh, I, I take a, a still shot of the feed and send it to you so you can look at the sword. <laughs> uh, it's kind of hard to um, see the exact like markings on it or anything. Um, Does it have a cross guard? Uh, yes. Okay. Never mind then. I'm good. Um, so yeah, so you've got the, the ceramic figures littered on the floor. Uh, you can take a closer look at those if you want. Um, are Indio those and tagged? Look, look menacing. They are not tagged. Okay. So those are not. Does anybody want to roll, um, uh, uh, sculpture, uh, any kind of art history? Yep. Okay. Uh, religion, Buddhism, would that affect any of these? Uh, not for these ones. Okay. One, two, three, four. Wow, that did well. Uh, four on sculpture. Okay. Um, these are Haniwa. Um, they're figurines oh. that you have at grave sites. Mm-hmm. And basically what they do is they mark the border between the land of the living and the land of the dead. Okay. So it's possible that woman, when she disturbed those figures, somehow angered a ghost... And that ghost possessed her and told her to pick up the sword. Uh, That's possible. Okay. Because that would explain the <laughs> standing still for five minutes. The full-on possession. Yeah. Uh, Do any of you know how to exercise a Japanese ghost? Uh, I'm looking at... I think the- you have to throw soybeans at it. Uh, religion. religion, religion. For, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, religion. 
religion. Okay, that's much better. So uh, let's going to be uh, four six. Uh, sorry, five successes. Two of them sixes. Okay, so banishing ghosts isn't your thing, um, but due to all the like the supernatural um, increases uh, after you know the awakening, um, it definitely became. Uh, something that monasteries became interested in is using um, the their techniques to combat the spread of these supernatural creatures. Uh, and one of the things that you know for sure, like you don't know how to fight ghosts, but you do know that there is one foolproof plan that can get rid of almost anything from Asia, and that is to recite the, Lot- the Lotus Sutra to it. Uh, unfortunately, you're kind of rusty, uh, and you don't remember it exactly. Um, too. But you're sure that somebody, you're sure that somebody had um, a copy of it. Um, you're pretty sure that you could just recite it, and it would uh, take care of the, uh, any any supernatural creature. You're pretty is sure. On, is there one on display or down here? Uh, you would have to go check the um, the probably the uh, East Asia exhibit. Well, you can do that through the cameras. Yeah, I was like, I, I, I'm repeating that back. All right, we. Uh, Need a book, so I do not want to pull a, an Ash Williams. So, <laughs> well, there's like there's a bunch of scrolls uh, on view up there. I mean, and you can see that on the cameras. But for figuring like out what's on what scroll, you'd need to send somebody up there. Okay, so um, because she can actually read Japanese. Uh, yeah. Yeah, see. Well, remember, this is this is Asia. Yeah. Yeah. This is the Asian link, so it's yeah. you may not uh, find can... a copy of the sutra in Japanese. Uh, okay, that's it. Okay. Could be so... it could be in Hindi. Uh, it could be um, possibly in Chinese. All right. Okay, so I will I will go back up just to see what I have and um, see if we can maybe well, I'll, create I'll enough go, of a distraction. I'll go up. I speak. Cantonese and Mandarin, so if it's in those, okay. no, and I speak and I speak Mandarin and Korean, so if we we can split the difference on it. Yeah. Do you have anyone who can um, speak Hindi? I can speak Hindi. Okay, uh, so I guess we're all going up, um, or at least we'll all leave right. some of the people but, down there to watch the guards. You know, make- all right. Yes. So, I, I, I look longingly so, my bobblehead. <laughs> I assume you're all fucking off from the sub basement because you don't want to fight a ghost possessed razor girl. Uh, ah, no ah. blood spilling, so we're gonna exercise. Yeah, no, we're we're, we're keeping that. We're keeping that. Uh, Look, she's a razor girl. It's gonna be our blood that gets spilled. That's okay, right? No, it's not. <laughs> it doesn't help. <laughs> no uh, blood means no blood. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but I just got comfy in the control room. <laughs> You'll be right back here, Jesus. Uh, what are we gonna do about the guards and? Are we keeping them? Uh, anybody to watch them yeah, while you're uh, going? The scary. Hey guys, check out this grenade. Um, <laughs> you yeah. hold on to that now. <laughs> well, I mean, Emma is a very imposing figure, and she does have a lot of explosives. So if you okay. need somebody to like threaten some cards, yeah, <laughs> we can do that. <laughs> well, we all have the bags over there. We can just keep a radio on. Oh God, I'm losing my grip on it. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> gonna do yes. the fucking Terminator Two setup here. Yeah, <laughs> don't drop it. Uh, All right. Yeah. So I guess we're going upstairs. Do we need to do a costume change? Uh, no, I told what us if... to go in suits. We just have to hide our guns and shit. Yeah, but wouldn't that have been weird if we were driving up in a truck in suits? Well, no, we just take the elevator up. Like, uh, yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, we're not. We're leaving the truck down there. Like, I don't like this suit. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you look presentable. 
Uh, I got this job so I wouldn't have to wear a tie. Well, it's yeah, you're doing as part of secrets and lies. Like that's you know, uh, God, and everyone has turning to be, into yeah. I mean, it could be worse. It could be. <laughs> You know, starting a gunfight in the middle of a, a dance. This is the whole elevator ride. Yeah. I hope you guys know. We're just having a back and forth about this. <laughs> I'm just saying we're already outside of the bounds of society. It doesn't yeah. really matter what we dress up as. <laughs> uh, anyway. Okay, so y'all are headed up to the fourth floor then. Mm-hmm. All right, so it opens up. Um, and so far, there's just a very pleasant party going on. People are wandering around, looking stuff. A lot of them have drinks in their hands. Um, some of them are eating hors d'oeuvres. Uh, but otherwise, like people are just like, "Oh, how do roll?" They're all got like really stupid masks on, like you know, like the way that like rich people would think a Halloween party is fun. Mm-hmm. Huh. <laughs> Very much eyes wide shut, but not yeah, uh, yeah. The uh, uh, third act yet, so Steve, I'm feeling very uncomfortable. <laughs> well, this feels like a country club I got thrown out of once, not for the reason you're thinking. <laughs> what reason am I thinking? <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it at that. <laughs> I think you're making some assumptions on our part that I don't I really. <laughs> <sighs> uh, so yeah, I take a drink and you know, uh, sort of. Try and head. If two. anyone tries to talk to us, I will head them off you know, while the others look for the things. Oh, wait. Is there a buffet? Are there cocktail shrimp? Yeah. Cy- cyber cocktail go, shrimp. You'd have to go downstairs if you wanted food, but yeah. I'll be right back. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. So you're all going to fan out and look for a copy of the Lotus Sutra. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So let's see. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm perception doing. checks. Uh, Perception. Okay. Um, okay. Question. Before also, you while you're up here, you you wanted to see um, if you can find the Issei Monogatari. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, since killing two birds one stone, could I supplant that with a assisting check instead? Uh, no, perception's going to okay. be more useful. Perception. Okay, no worries. So, do do. I got three on perception. My perception is a mighty one out of one. Uh, one success. So. Okay. Um. Yeah, you can you can find a copy of it. Um, it's a very cool illustrated scroll. Um, it's in Sanskrit, um, but yeah, so it's got it's got all of the the writing on it, and it's got images of the Buddha and of his teachings. Okay. Uh, but oh it's my God, guys, they have they have the big shrimp. Oh my God, yes. Okay. It's behind a glass case, <laughs> and then um, by some classical era. Um, uh, Japanese artifacts in the Japanese section of it, um, you do see that they have on display an, the illustrated copy of the uh, Issei Monogatari. Okay. Uh, uh, again, I, also in a glass case. Uh, I got. I, I was looking for the keys or whatever to open the glass cases. I assume I found them? In the yeah. Um, you um, took them off the guards earlier. Okay. It's just like, no, like the glass isn't the actual obstruction part. It's yeah, yeah. The, the sensors and the AR tags. And- okay. Uh, well, we were dealing, we have the motion sensors already disabled. Uh, yeah, we can turn those on and off as we need. I assume I've got a connection to that. Yeah. Turn them off. I will just look like I belong there and just (laughs) open the glass case up and take them and walk back to the (laughs) elevator. Uh, social engineering. Yeah, basically act like I know what I'm doing and I'm not, and I'm just sitting. Fake it until you make it. As... 
as you head back to the elevator, yeah. um, you walk along past that big open area, mm-hmm. and a giant skeletal hand creeps up over the side and <laughs> oh, slams down in front of the elevator, um, cutting off your egress. Okay. A second hand uh, grips the side of the thing, and an enormous skeleton, animated skeleton, we're talking like gigantic skeleton, hauls itself up over the edge and stares at you with empty sockets as it says in a bone-rattling voice, Dare, dare ga I look at Yuki or whoever there is there and, and speaks Japanese and like, mm, what? Dare dare koko ni? Dare ga koko ni iru. Ah, Oh. Su- su- sumi- sumimasen. Th- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that <laughs> means. Sorry. <laughs> what, what did you uh, say, Yuki? What's, so, what's, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> I smile so, very politely. Uh, etiquette <laughs> to look like I'm being perfectly polite. Please don't murder me. I, I, I drop some of my shrimp. Yeah. Uh... Uh, three successes on etiquette to be perfectly servile. What what, what is the translation, Yuki? What what, what was that? Uh, where where are we going? That's no. What he, that's what he said. Er, yeah. Okay. We're er, wait. Right. Er. Uh, uh, we are going oh. down. I point down to the basement to uh, help mm. the 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 poor woman who is uh, okay with the. Uh, it- blocks your path and again in that same like beyond the grave voice mm-hmm. uh it tells you um yuki obviously you can understand the skeleton yeah. uh it tells you that you need to put the books back oh 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 okay oh, oh. um <laughs> uh it's telling us to put the books back so let's 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 retreat for now. Tell, tell Yuki, tell tell him uh, there is a. We need the the the, the books to uh, because there is a great injustice in the basement, and we need their wisdom to resolve it. Uh, sure. I'll. I'll sure, can I roll negotiations if she's translating for me? Sure. Um, you'll need to roll negotiation, and then um, <laughs> do you have um, do you have an actual die die pool in? Um, Negotiations in Japanese. Okay, you don't. No, um, I do not. I have it in all the other. Uh, I have. Uh, what's your negotiation at Ross? Ten. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Can you? Can yeah. okay. So, um, I need Yuki to roll charisma plus intuition, and then um, I need uh, Steve to roll uh, negotiation. Okay. Uh, charisma. Well, I did my part. Three plus intuition. Mm-hmm. Three six. Okay. Oh, okay, good. Uh, one, two, three, four. All right. Okay, and how many successes did did um, Steve get? I got three. Three successes. Okay. Um, it doesn't move to attack you, um, but it insists again that in the exact same phrasing that you need to put the books back. Uh, you're kind of getting the the um, sense that subtlety is lost on this gigantic salad. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, big sure. stupid skeleton. Can I? Uh, do I see this too? Because uh, I have not. I've not. Or are they telling me about it? Because I know I haven't gotten my scroll yet. Um, no, I took both. Oh, you uh, took both. Okay, I thought. Okay, never mind. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
I just want to make sure for that. Okay. Um, can I do an ascensing check to see if this is actually more of an illusion or is this just is this actually a threat? Um, I think you have spellcraft. Uh, ritual spellcraft casting or uh, no? Uh, yeah, go ahead and do ascensing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so ascensing. All right. Do do do. Because we might be dealing with just an illusion that somebody's using on us. Oh, yeah. So that's one, two, three, four, uh, sixes. Um, it's not an illusion um, per se. I mean, it technically doesn't actually exist, but like it could physically harm you. But like this kind of magic, like there's got to be somebody nearby controlling it. Probably somebody who can see it directly. Okay. Uh, oh yeah, perception to see if anybody is watching us that we can't see at the moment. Okay. I'll roll perception too. I will try with my three dice, and that will be. <laughs> yeah, that didn't. I did not see anything. Three successes. Do I notice anyone paying attention to us? Mm-hmm. Um, around the corner, um, you see the broad brim of a witch hat uh, sticking out around the corner. Uh, I, I slowly back away from the skeleton and start inching my way that way. Uh, let's make like we're going to put it back on the pedestal. Yeah, I'm very, I will very, very slowly backpedal and be excruciating polite to the giant skeleton as a distraction. You're cutting in and out a bit there, Ross. As you move to, um, put the, the act like you're putting the things back, you go towards, um, one of the other rooms and, uh, very sneakily looking over your shoulders, you notice that a girl in a um, like a witch costume comes from around the corner and is very slowly following you while um, keeping an eye on the skeleton. Okay. Uh... Okay. Uh, now that I see her, and I'm and forgive me for the, just the ignorance on this with counterspelling, would that be after a, a direct to do that? Would that be a direct attack on me when that would work, or could I do that to interfere with her? control over this um you can't interfere with uh her control over her summon um apart from like asking her to stop or knocking her out okay okay so and then if i were to do a mana bolt basically like behind me to try to knock her out would that be very obvious to everybody else in the room uh it would be obvious to her okay if yeah. she said that okay so i'm gonna see if i can wait until she gets close right. enough in order I'll, to do I'll, that. I'll turn to the woman since i identify and says um Look, we're we're uh, I, I'm going to make an assumption, um, but there is a woman in the basement who is possessed by a ghost, and we're trying to resolve that, and um, we need these uh, documents to do that. Uh, and if you can't, and I would very much appreciate. I, I I don't think you're here as part of the legitimate security staff. Um, so maybe we should just look our separate ways. So um, she she's a little bit surprised because she thought she was being extremely clever yeah. uh, in her following of you and was not noticed. Um, so she like squeaks a little bit, but gathers her composure and points at you, and the skeleton does the same. Uh, and she says, you're trying to steal, and that's bad. Um, Wait, oh, how no. old is this girl? Uh, she's a kid. Uh, she's a teenager. Uh, what? Little girl, little girl, do you know? Do you know of cultural theft? <laughs> really? Um, what, what, what we're trying to say is these were already stolen, and we're trying to return them to their rightful owner. 
Uh, she she shakes her head. It's my job to protect this museum from thieves, and you're thieves. Uh, oh no! <laughs> is she gonna is she gonna punish us in the name of the movie? <laughs> God damn it! Uh, it took me a second to realize where you were going with that. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'll actually just look at her and say, "Look, no, I, under- I, I understand your uh, reservations and what this looks like too, but there is a more serious issue, and we're afraid that something worse with us, like than the skeleton, will come up and hurt other people now." I've always been proud of the fact that I've never struck a child, but I'm ready to be proud of something else today. (laughs) I'm sorry, that's just such a great line. Can we just go out on that? Just just, just knock her out. God, just... Just bonk around the head and let's be done with it. Sure, let's ass- let's assault the teenage girl. That makes us the good guys, right? No. I think I should point out I am a mandated reporter. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, only in real life. All right. So I will attempt to negotiate with her uh, and try and convince her to go downstairs with us and see the thing. Like it will still be in the building. Uh, and then she can see what the thing is. All the while convincing her, no, these are really, these were stolen, uh, and we're returning them to their owner. Uh, the, the, you, 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 you're helping the thief here, uh, by protecting them because they were, they, they, these do not belong in a museum. They belong with the people, uh, that they, uh, who made them. So I'm just trying to I'm going to ask her what her name is. Serena. Oh my god. I should have known. I should have known. I look at her and say, Don't you mean Usagi? Um, she doesn't understand your old person humor at all. Oh my god, I feel so Thank old. I have an existential god. crisis. All right, so I'm surprised she didn't call us dweezels. Mm. <laughs> mm. Okay. Just going back to the '90s, folks. So, if I could roll negotiation for that line, uh, yeah, I I went ahead and rolled, uh, and I spent a point of edge after I rolled. Uh, that lets me reroll all the failures, right? Correct. All right, so uh, that I get six successes. Nice. Oh wow. She's uh she's not exactly buying into it, but she's willing to go downstairs with you. Yeah. Um, right. it's kind of becoming odd. Obvious that, like, as far as the magical protection of the museum goes, like, she's it. Like, she's legitimately on staff to watch um, the museum. So the fact that she's a teenager means her magical power is probably considerable. Okay. Uh, Why else would you hire a minor, right? Right. Well, capitalism is exploitative. But it was my answer. Uh, But that works, too. Um, It could be both. Uh, so, Jesus Christ, Steve! Can you well, save the well, politics the for is, one day? Well, no. The thing is that they're not paying her is because it's an internship. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> yes, she's exposure. There exactly. It's oh, the God. experience of the Ugh. job. All right, so we take, <laughs> we take the elevator to sub basement two. We'll skip basement one and just you know she won't have to know about that. Uh, you you have to go to sub basement one to get to the elevator to sub basement two. Okay. Yeah, remember the elevators aren't direct. Uh, okay, so uh, we'll, we'll just tell everybody to stay in the control room and not everyone just <laughs> everyone be cool. 
And we'll just go straight cool. to sub-basement two. Uh, I'm keeping my child-punching fist limber. <laughs> uh. Uh. <laughs> it concerns me with how happy you sound saying that. Uh, so less than one. Yeah. But anyways, I'm working again, <laughs> just trying to convince her that this is the right thing to do. That this, there there are spirits in there, and that those spirits are being imprisoned against their will. That they want to be returned with their in their rightful place. Uh, and now they're so angry that they possessed someone in there, and it's really bad. And we need the sutra and the poems to to play <laughs> okay. these poor angry spirits. It's slavery. I'm gonna, I'm gonna switch gears here a little bit. Um, are you still remotely monitoring the cameras? Like, did you set up? I was actually position? well. I was actually gonna ask, like, when we stopped by the first floor, like, could I just go back into the control room? and dissociate myself from these people or is she going to make a stink about it if I try to break <laughs> off uh, so you don't have remote monitoring on the cameras uh, I have it connected to my comm link but I would kind of like to be there in person just in case okay but, uh, yeah I am well, monitoring the feeds <laughs> you hear the sound of automatic weapons being discharged oh Jesus and as you check the feeds um, about 20 or so um, dudes dressed in oranges and blacks wearing the ugliest Halloween masks you've ever seen. Oh, no. Oh, kick no. down the front doors and start harassing the guests, screaming, It's Halloween, bitches! <sighs> so so while we're all walking, I'm going to say, Guys, I'd, I'd hate to break this wonderful conversation Steve has here trying to do his moral argument bullshit or whatever, but uh, it seems like Halloween has come early in the form of the Halloweeners who are currently raiding the front entrance of the museum. That's uh that might be a problem for multiple reasons because they've brought guns and are using them. Okay, yeah, you should go deal with that, Isagi. Um, you you you're you're you're, you're on staff, so uh, we'll, we'll we'll take care of this now that we have. She immediately turns hostile. <laughs> She's like, "How did how do I know that you didn't bring them?" Uh, okay, what's the bigger concern? Who brought them here, or the fact that they're here and they're shooting at people? <laughs> well, because we would be attacking you if we were doing that. We're not attacking you. We're trying to, well, like, go, go, fight them. Uh, we'll even yeah, send yeah. help. Well, like you, you Miss uh, uh, Street Samurai, you you can go help and you know, be be uh, uh, nonviolently take them down um, because we don't believe. I crack my knuckles like Bruce Lee. <laughs> See, that's like, see, teen hero groups are all the rage now. Go. Yeah. Have your name established. Get that exposure. Exactly. Have a team up. Uh, <laughs> I Street will, Samurai with a Maho Shoujo. Yeah. It'll be fun. We, we, will, we will go down there and deal with it. <laughs> it writes itself. Yeah, we'll sell way more issues this way, yeah. especially right. if the cover is provocative. Um, okay, well, she wants at least two of you um, to come with her to deal with the Halloweeners. I have to go speak Japanese. I can't go. Uh, um, I, you've got, gotta... you've got, you've got a collection of problems here. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. You don't need to necessarily read Japanese right now, um, okay. because that's just when you start to disassemble the statues of Ungo and Akio. Yeah, that's for the poetry. Yeah, okay. um, that's what you need the poetry uh, for. So you need someone who can speak Hindi, because um, right, you're going to need someone to read the sutra. But mm -hmm. here's the thing: the sutra is kind of long, mm -hmm. uh, so it's going to be kind of an involved process. Um, so the ghost I is going to just sit there and let you exercise it. Uh, it's probably going to command um, the Razor Girl to attack you. So ideally, somebody with some combat experience to distract okay. uh, her lethal abilities. Because I'm probably going to have to read the sutra, right? 
I'm going to have to read the sutra because you can't read Sanskrit. Okay. Okay. So you're gonna need a ca- you're gonna need a capable fighter to um, deal with the ghost while um, while Minako. So Cassandra, what's sutra. more exciting here: fighting a bunch of regular, run of the mill, everyday, <laughs> boring street gangers, or fighting a ghost possessed razor girl? Huh? Huh? <laughs> huh? Uh, it's like no, you, but with a ghost inside of it. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Like... No. Um. I don't think sending the the magical girl into the into the storage container with the highly valuable artifacts and the razor girl is going to be a great. No, 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 Cassandra, like our street samurai. No, I'm talking to Cassandra. Serena's oh, going to go take care. Yeah. Of, yeah. Oh shit! Sorry. Serena will yes, go up. Yes, that does that. sound like a very worthy opponent. All right, let's go. Bye, guys. I'm taking Cassandra. <laughs> All right. <laughs> You're like, if I'm going to have to go into danger, I'm taking the most expensive asset we have. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's kind of my thinking here. <laughs> um, all right, I'll go up. I'll go up and help Serena. I can be at least maybe uh, maybe I can negotiate con or uh, lie to them uh, and try and confuse them. Um, anyway, they are Halloweeners, so they're not that bright. Okay. Um. Okay. So you take the elevator back up to the first floor, um, and while Cassandra and Menachem get in the elevator to go to the sub basement, and Menachem, you're getting a call on your comlink. Oh, okay. Hello. Yes. Steve, what the fuck? Uh. Who this? New phone. No, that Steve Who's was this? the name of the. Uh, Where's Steve? 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 Steve's the name of the fucking curator. Uh, I know. No. <laughs> uh, new comlink. Who this? <laughs> We've reached that point. Uh, here, put, put me on. Uh, what's the caller ID say? Who is this? Patch me through. I'll deal um, with the curator. Or all right, you know what? I will do that. Yeah, like so. Yeah, Steve gets a call. Uh, hey, this is Steve. What's going on? So lies, secrets, and lies, secrets and lies. It's <laughs> not a lie. Your name's Steve. Idiot. Yeah. Idiot. So this um, is in fact. If you want to, if you want to roll, if you want to roll con to, to impersonate. Uh, Steve. four successes. Pretty good. Nice. Okay. Um, this is Officer Bennett. Who's extremely pissed that they just got a shit ton of alarms and they've been told there's gunfire in the area. So you have all of two seconds to explain what the fuck is going on or he's sending the fist down there. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, it's a uh, well, there was a miscommunication with our performance art group. Uh, They're imitating. They're they're dressed up as the Halloweeners and they're doing, you know, a a flash mob uh, performance piece for scare prank. Yeah, scare prank. Oh, my God. It's the latest trend. And (laughs) Halloween hostages. Yeah, Halloween hostages. Oh, my God. They have firecrackers. They have blank firing weapons. Um, I'm not sure. I, I, I thought this was happening. I thought they were doing this for Thanksgiving, which they, they're doing like, I, I don't, don't, it, it's complicated, but anyways, they're doing it for Halloween. The schedule got confused. I should have alerted you. I'm sorry. So anyways, I'm on and on and on and about the, the flash mob thing. So yeah. It's, okay. So anyway, it's super lit. Yeah. All right. Another, <laughs> another lie. Okay. Um, more lies. Uh, I will spend a point of edge to re-roll that because I think. I, I need more than one success for that. Uh, I feel like you're gonna. Yeah. So that's with that. Uh, that's four successes again. Uh, 
Uh, yes, he's not going to pull the trigger yet, but he's definitely doubtful. He's like, why the fuck would you not tell me I that you're going to you send a flash mob in with guns? The well, fuck are so, you thinking, Steve? So while this is all going on, <laughs> yeah. I'm like hurriedly writing an email and backdating it and making it look like he forgot to send it. Yes. <laughs> and oh, spam, I'm sending spam. <laughs> There you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I'll mark it as spam. I'll put like a meta tag in it that says spam so it ends up in the guy's spam folder. And then I'll, I'll, I'll send a text to Steve saying, you sent the mail. It went to spam. Tell him to check his spam folder. <laughs> yes, I do uh, that thing. <laughs> And what do I get? What do I get? I get I get three on my spoof for the spoof email I'm sending. I love this so much. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of a shitty email, but to be honest, he hates the director. Um, so you're just barely getting away with this. But he's super pissed. Yeah, no, I'll take. <laughs> if, I, if, I, if I hear so much as a mouse squeak in your general direction, I swear to God, Steve. And then he just hangs up on you. <laughs> Yeah, you know, other than the automatic weapons. Yeah. Well, that guy was rude. I said I I cleared that. They're blanks. Remember? <laughs> <So>. <laughs> They're blanks as we hear the hospital vehicle. Yeah. Off the jammers. Mice, uh, however, are not approved. So yeah. keep that in mind. All right. So that's what I'm doing. Oh, well, that was fun. Uh, okay. So. So your two main concerns right now is you need to lure out and distract the um, Razor Girl while you read the sutra, and you also need to figure out a way to get a bunch of gangers to um, leave your party uh, as they've taken hostages and have automatic weapons, and you've been told you're not allowed to kill anyone. You know what? I'm I rushing up on my Lotus Sutra, so that's all your problem. I can. I know it's simple, but I, I uh, with Serena looking. How well can you control your the skeleton? She blushes. It's really more of a scary thing. <laughs> but what if I gave what if I gave you a little bit more? Uh, it's like oomph to it. Specifically describing how I could actually utilize a poltergeist poltergeist spell into that to make things fly around. Of uh, 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 the. Uh, uh, it's like the foyer of the museum where they're holding the party. Have it smash into things. Have some random items hit that they've pissed off the great skeleton that protects this museum and scare them off. Uh, that sounds ridiculous, but you don't really have any other plan. Nope. Unless, <laughs> well, we can do anything else, too. Um, trying to think of any... Uh, so I, I do have... <laughs> yeah, uh, let's see. Summoning it, too, but that won't do anything. And it's not in my spell list. So... Um, or if you want to do that, summoning is for calling uh, actual spirits. That's different than it's not a spell. That's just a spell okay. that you have. Yeah. So, alrighty. And would this go into ritual spell casting if I were to set that up? That's something else entirely. That's that's like something that you would do over the course of like a day. Ritual spell casting is usually more ritual involved. Spell casting is like telling the future, figuring out where someone is. Yeah. Okay, so this is just basic spell casting then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, I can give that a try in conjunction with hers if that works. And then um, who else was with us going up? Um, I think everybody other than uh, those two. Everybody else? I mean, if they were able to hide in positions where they, once we started the fray of different items, they could try to fire into the, uh, they could try to fire at the Halloweeners, maybe mildly wait, wounded. Can I, can, of I, them. can I try Secrets and Lies on the, the Halloweeners first? Uh, I think I have, I, I have an idea for a bluff. 
Um, make it basically uh, get a bunch of bottles of champagne and booze and just like, hey, you're here. I'm so glad. Uh, and just give them all the booze and hope that that like if they're are they are Halloweeners more motivated by just rock and roll. Let's party and, sh- you know, have fun. Or is it like we were serious criminals enterprise and we want money and uh, profit? Well, they're a bunch of thugs and they definitely um, enjoy causing mayhem. But, yeah, they are also kind of interested in money. Okay. So because it's Halloween, that's kind of like Christmas for them. Okay. That's like like every year on Halloween, it's their favorite day. So they just fuck shit up and break everything where they get a chance to. Okay. Uh, so if I just like, hey, if I just act like they're supposed to be here and give them lots of booze, would that possibly uh, placate them? Uh, well, and the other thing you could do is give them loot. Yeah. So is if if you could convince everyone to give up their watches and purses and cred okay. sticks. All right, I'll, I'll, I will talk to uh, the guests and be like, um, I will tell them that they're on uh, a new prank show, uh, and if you could all just play along. Um, one of our guests, we're not telling one of our guests, and so they think it's real, but if you could all give your jewelry and everything, hand them to them and make it look real, you'll get it right yes. back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh. So, oh boy, I came in at a good time. Yeah. Okay, so if you want to go ahead and roll con again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is the skill for the night, apparently. <laughs> no kidding. You can just, just lie. That's all you need. <laughs> Um, like Aaron said, fake it till you make it. Yeah. Um, mm. is, it, is three successes going to be enough, or am I going to? Should I spend? Ah, uh, you're going to want more. Right. You're going to want more. All right, I will spend that uh, third point of edge uh, to get. Let's see, three more successes, so six total. Oh uh, yeah. So this bullshit actually managed to work. <laughs> uh, I the Halloween have one edge so I can only do this one more time. Basically, the Halloweenies are satisfied because they're like flipping over tables and shit. They're throwing food everywhere. Yeah. They're just grabbing whatever they want, and then people are lining up to hand them their valuables, which they're stuffing into like pillowcases, like it's a fucking trick or treat step. Like so they are going to so, get so much cram. Everyone, everyone is having the everyone like is having the time of their lives. Because except for that one guy, the rich people were like, "Oh my god, this was really scary. I didn't expect this party to be actually interesting." <laughs> Serena has uh, no idea what the fuck is going on, and she does not trust you people at all. And you know actually, what? I, I, With good reason. You know, I actually just look at her, and go like, "I, I'm kind of with you that one. I didn't expect this." You're, you should be most trying to win her over. Anyway, <laughs> no, I'm just thinking of like, no, no, I didn't expect the grand con to work. That's why I was trying for you know spooky skeleton Halloween party. This is <laughs> really Halloween not helping your your image in her mind that uh, you guys are thieves because you literally just convince people to give their their valuables to thugs. <laughs> So, no, <laughs> look, the employer doesn't want bloodshed. The employer said nothing about redistri- redistribution of wealth. All right. Like, <laughs> all right. So that's maybe a little bit of a cluster jam. So right. let's go down to the basement. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So what is this? Oh, money. Uh, when the door is right. open, <laughs> uh, there's a very angry woman, angry looking woman standing between the statue of Ungunyago, uh, blade drawn. Cassandra, it's all you! Uh, I will awkwardly stand there a second trying to remember the Japanese phrase, and I'll be like, 
Watashi des and charge at her. Uh, okay. I've, I intend on disarming her if possible. Okay, roll initiative. How do I do that? Uh, you take your initiative value and roll that many dice. Is that just uh It's under special attributes. Uh, okay. In the top. Okay. Um, okay. Give me a second. Yeah, you're going to roll that number of dice, and then however many hits you get, you add to that number, and that's your initiative. Okay. Oh, that's a bad roll. Um, okay, so I'm, I only I somehow rolled 11 dice, got uh, two hits. That's a 13. You could spend a point of edge to re-roll all the failures. I think I will, actually. So, Actually, if you spend edge on initiative, you just automatically go first. Oh, for serious? Yeah, for serious. Yeah. You can just... Let's yeah, you do, do that, that then. Okay. So, so if you want to try and disarm her, you're going to need to use your blades skill. Okay. So blades is I what will... you're going to be using for the majority of this, because you can yeah. use that to block and you can use it to attack. This seems like disarming might be a little harder than just normal hitting, so I will pre-spend edge and hope for some sixes. Good call, good call. Bridget, so... I rolled a 12 for my initiative. <laughs> okay. Oh, should I roll too? Oh my. Yeah, everybody that's down there. So, on my blades skill, which I believe started at 7, yes, I have 5 hits, 4 of which are 6s. So I'm going to roll 4 more dice. So, 6 total successes. Nice. Okay. Uh, It's unfortunately not enough to make her lose her grip on the sword. Oh no. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, Menachem, what did you get for your initiative? 11. Okay. So that means, uh, Yuki, you're going to get your chance to go, and then it's going to be Menachem. All right. Um, well, um, Cassandra, what was your blade score from before? It, uh, how what? many successes or how many? How many, how many dice do you roll? Uh, seven normally, 11 with edge. Okay. Uh, I am also going to charge the blade girl and pre-spend edge as well uh, for my blades. I'm going to pull out a knife and do the same. Okay. Uh, one, two, three. Uh, three successes. Uh, okay. No, that is not good enough to get her to drop her sword. Okay. Menachem, uh, on your turn, I assume you're just going to start reading from the Lotus Sutra. Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, I'm gonna let the girls do their thing here and uh, stay out of that. Okay. This is yeah, clearly better, not a man's better world. Better do your uh, do your auctioneer patter thing here. <laughs> I'm just like, oh god, this is like my bar mitzvah all over again. Okay. <laughs> um, the swings from the razor girl are a little clumsy because they're being directed by a ghost, but definitely they have a lot of strength behind them. Um, so. Cassandra, I need you to roll either dodge or roll blades if you want to try and parry. Is there a mechanical difference between parrying and uh, dodging? No. Okay, in that case, I will dodge because I'm a bit better at that. Three successes. Okay, just barely you get out of the way. Like, you can feel the wind from it. For sure. Um, All right, so initiative wraps back around, and it's your turn again, because I'm assuming you're going to use your... um, Adrenal gland. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I will attempt once again to disarm. I mean, I figure at least taking time. 
if if yeah. not succeeding. Uh, and I will get four successes this time. Okay. Not a bad roll. No, not bad at all. But uh, still, uh, despite <laughs> the possession, very skilled and accomplished uh, combatant. Do not disarm. Uh, which means that it's um, your turn again. Is there some way to apply a disadvantage tactically? Like, try to trip her up or make some kind of terrain-based advantage? Uh, yeah, you could um, run interference, and that would help Yuki out. Or if you wait a turn, um, Yuki can run interference for you. Uh, yes, I will... <laughs> I will shout something to that effect and simply continue to press my attack um, just to occupy her while we get ready for that. Okay. Uh, uh, this one's not quite so good. Two successes. Okay. Um, so that'll just give a bonus to Yuki's check. Um, we're moving on to round two. And again, um, you're like super apt up, so it's your turn. So you can go ahead and attempt to add to that again if you want. That is exactly what I'll do. Uh, three more successes. Okay. Just trying to get in her face and, you know, crush down all of her available. Dodge, ship, duck, dive, dodge. Mm. <laughs> okay, um, alright, Yuki, uh, it's your turn, so you want to attempt to shut her down? Mm -hmm. Get that sword away from her? Sure. Alright, no edge this time. Two successes. Yeah, uh, between the two of you, it's enough to, to distract her long enough to disarm her. Um, oh, unfortunately, God. that doesn't mean she's not dangerous anymore, um, because she does, you know, have robot arms. Yeah, I just didn't want to break the sword. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, I guess CQC isn't going to be super helpful. Uh, so Minaka moves on to the next verse of the Lotus Sutra. Namu, Namu. Oh, God. This is really distracting you guys, because there any way you could take this outside. <laughs> and, um... Absolutely not. The racer <laughs> girl lays into you, Yuki, with some punches. So, what do you... Do you have dodge? Uh, I have dodge. Okay. Want to go ahead and roll your dodge? Yeah. Six dice. Uh, two successes again. Okay, that's not enough. Um, so you're going to go ahead and take two points of damage. Okay. And she's got hardened bones, so it's it's lethal damage. Oh Oof. shit! It's not like it's not like getting hit from somebody and you take stun damage. I mean, like she she can and will kill you. And will. All right, been Cassandra, it's your turn again. I will see her punches and raise her some more punches with three successes on an attack. Okay. Um. So you're trying to like wound her? You're just trying to like stun her? Oh, uh, uh, I have armor. Um, if that helps. Yeah, I, I I knew about your armor. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, no bloodshed was the injunction, and I don't fear for my life yet, because I'm kind of an idiot. <laughs> you should fear uh, for mine. So, I'm, yeah, I'm going to go with the three successes towards just uh, stunning or incapacitating, not trying so to actually kill anybody. They'll just inflict your normal unearned damage and stun. Okay. Yeah, sure. Okay, and then you want to go ahead and do that one more time? Yeah, and my unarmed attack is 2S, apparently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, oh, one success. Not so great. No, not not so good. Um, but again, uh, you're top of the initiative, so you can like go my, ahead. And... My fist kind of hurt. I did the Jackie Chan like back and like <laughs> after hitting it the first time, <laughs> didn't have quite enough time to hit her the second time. I can picture that perfectly. <laughs> uh, so three successes on 
top of the initiative. Still more stun based. Gesundheit. Thank you. Okay, yeah, so you deliver a little more stun damage. You get an insider guard giving her giving her some flacking. Doing that doing that body work. Getting on the inside. Vicious hooks. <laughs> what are you up to, Yuki? <laughs> work that body, work that body, make sure you don't hurt nobody. You gotta um, work the body there, Rock. Work it. Uh shoot. That, that gif pound the fucking body. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um uh. <laughs> Can I um, I want to use unarmed combat to for to knock her prone, if that's a thing I can do. You want to like grapple her? Or you want to like trip trip her? Uh, trip her. I don't okay. think I could contest her in like pure strength. I'm gonna go sure. full Aikido. Sure. Yeah, you can use your unarmed to try and trip her. Okay. Two successes. Okay. Yeah. Actually, you get in a lucky sweep and it knocks her down. Yeah, uh, Menaka, you feel leg. you feel real good about your pronunciation. You're just flying through these verses. You figure you yes. got about two more left. I got, I'm, I'm getting getting a rhythm here, ladies. Yeah, this is easy. This is the hard work. Uh, yeah. Why are you saying that? Say verses. <laughs> okay, you're not here. <laughs> um, Cassandra, it's your turn, and and she's struggling to stand up. Sure thing. Um, does additional success make more damage happen? Uh, in this game? No. No. Okay, in that case, I will simply do a standard unarmed attack to throw her a boot party. <laughs> You're just going to stomp on her while she's down? Wow. Correct. <laughs> Cold-blooded. Uh, that is three successes. Okay, yeah. Um, that'll go past her defenses, because she's a little bit on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit on the floor. Minor case. Come down to the minor case of being on the floor. Okay, so you inflict more stone damage. She's she's looking a little woozy, but I mean, with the possession, it's hard to tell if that's different or not. Mm. The newest performance-enhancing drug. Possession by a ghost! <laughs> that's literally a I, thing, You get two more rounds of stamps in. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. yeah I was about to, <laughs> you've just gone full god hand on her now at this point. Just <laughs> Yeah, I'm just Cossack dancing on her while she tries to stand. Uh, only one success on the next one. Holy, uh, four successes on the third one. Okay, so she gets her arms up to block the first set. Uh, but the second set, definitely. She's <laughs> I switched down to the stomach area. <laughs> much more stun damage. Um, Yuki, it's your turn. Um, your opponent is on the ground um, being hyper-stomped. <laughs> uh... Hmm. This is fucking primitive at this point. <laughs> I mean, it was either this or one of you, you know, gets gets the arms under hers and the other just starts working her stomach, so mm-hmm. way. Can I sit on her and start wrapping her in duct tape? <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Alright, what do I roll for that? Uh, I would probably roll unarmed, because that's like the closest thing I have to, the, to impromptu bondage. Okay. <laughs> oh, man, A useful gonna skill end up... on any Halloween. I knew knowledge Shibari would come in handy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. I, I spent edge to re-roll all my failures, and <laughs> I got I got two successes again. Uh, okay, well, I mean, like, you're pinning her down, but, like, getting the duct tape out is a little bit difficult. Okay. Menaka, coming up on the, coming up on the home stretch here. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm like I'm like like wiggling my body, grooving like I'm doing a song for some reason. Even though this is like the least musical thing you've ever heard. <laughs> Not Ringo, Tatiana. This is all part of the ritual, ladies. Trust me, I'm an expert. Okay, um, so she's gonna try and grapple you, Yuki. Um, so you have a couple options here. You can attempt to resist her in strength, or you can get up off of her. Uh, I'm gonna get off get off of her. Okay. Uh, Cassandra, it's a stomping party. Yeah, I will continue to sing her the song of her, you know, en- enteric circulatory system. Okay. Three successes. Okay, yeah, definitely uh, we're filling these stun boxes. I'm, I'm going to stomp a mud hole in this lady. This is turning into a hate crime. <laughs> it's it's real it's real bad. <laughs> well, I mean, she does have a sword and is trying to kill you. Like I mean, she no longer <laughs> has a sword. Uh, I was about to say, yeah, we're past having the sword. All right, Yuki, what's your next action? Oh, oh me that quickly? Oh crap! Um, hmm. um, <laughs> shoot. Look, we've got plenty of zip ties. Just just get them around her thumbs or her wrists or something. <laughs> Uh yeah, sure. I'll I'll try the I'll go for the zip ties this time. It seems better. Alright. Uh go ahead and roll unarmed. Hey three successes. Nice. Yeah, you get an arm locked down. Yay. Zip ties are one uh, new yen for twenty, by the way. <laughs> so Nakam finishes reading the Lotus Sutra and surprisingly enough, like it does work. Like you can see a ghostly apparition of what looks like um a man in really dented armor, uh, missing the lower half of his torso, uh, just sort of like rise out of her and then fade away. I will pull down one eyelid and stick my tongue out at the apparition. <laughs> and it immediately comes back tenfold. Um, now that she's no longer possessed, um, the Razor Girls had just lolls to the side. Because uh, there was a little bit of the ghostly possession that was keeping her going, but she's ah. definitely going to be unconscious for a little while. <laughs> Good, we can all, leave her. All that's... We can leave her <laughs> behind. She can take the fall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, Perfect. just like slump her up against the door to the room the guards are in. <laughs> just right. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Despite my hand being tied, yeah, we're gonna do this. At least Actually, until. Feet. At least until we leave, I'm gonna I'm gonna make her a couple <laughs> friendship ziplock bracelets. Or like zip I said, we got bracelets. plenty. Go for it. Yeah. Just all write right. all work and no play. Make Jane a dull razor girl for the wall. And then I'll, uh, I'll I'll zip a message over to see, saying, "Hey, I took care of the problem. Everything's a okay down here. You're welcome." All right. <laughs> it was all, all right. me. Let's, let's, let's start getting <laughs> while Maho Shoujo is. Distracted. Let's start moving shit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna go we'll try and find a forklift. Statues. Yeah. Or should we? Let's let's take care of the statues first. Yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll come back. <laughs> you need you need the forklift because you need to um, remove the statues in a in piecemeal. But yeah, you need to go ahead and recite some poetry. Okay. Um, I'm going to reach into my uh, bag and pull out a shide. And give it to the Buddhist priest. Like I was only a shrine maiden for like a summer. An actual <laughs> priest will probably do better. 
All right, let me see here. There let, once let's go. A man let's go from that. Nantucket. Uh, no, no. Uh, here, uh, here <laughs> take take this take this stick thing with the paper and wave it around gently. Um, I'm gonna open. Wait, up hold the... on. I think I saw some paper in the security room. I can make a hari send. That'll work, right? Uh, no. To slap please, each other with no. it. Please no. So do we need another? So do I need another religion roll to make sure I get this correct? <laughs> no, so. just just swing it gently. Just. Swing it gently. It's fine. Okay. Uh, you quote from Issei Monogatari. Uh, Karagoromo Kitsutsu Nishi Tsumashi Areba Haru Baru Kinuru Dabiyoshi Zo Omou. Work! The malevolent air that had filled uh, the sub basement is slowly dissipating. Yay! Uh, I clap twice. <laughs> and bow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yo! Please no. <laughs> okay. Um. Tireless right. adventure is the weed gets everyone killed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just gonna come back with like a big kabuki wig at some point here. <laughs> I got this, guys. No worries. That's That's theater. That's not it's not for the no. It just starts <laughs> crossing her eyes. Ooh, please no. <laughs> okay, so we're good. Yeah. All right. Forklift now. I'll get on the forklift. All right. Okay. Um. So, mm. if there's more than one, I'll I'll also get a forklift. If not, I guess I'll just kind of yeah. We, help we need direct. to hurry. We're okay yeah. for yeah. now, but I don't know how long I, the secrets of yeah. can hold out. <laughs> well, actually, no, wait. Um, I got to take care of the tags. So, yeah, I'll start duplicating tags and then getting rid of the old ones yeah. or using the tag eraser on the old ones so that everything looks like it's still here. Okay. Um, so what we're going to do is an extended um, pilot ground craft test. Uh, anybody who wants to pilot a forklift can, can contribute to the pool. Okay. Uh, so okay. every time you roll is going to let me know how many periods of 15 minutes it's going to take. Uh, I do not have that. Okay. Anyone who has uh, that I can add, fucking I... roll. Is this edge worthy? Yes. I yes. can add one. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've got eight, so I'll, I'll go uh, ahead and do edge and roll. Uh, yeah. Damn, um, you got edge for days. For uh, first success is, uh, or first roll is five successes. Okay. Plus, who else is rolling? I am. I, I can roll my one. So. No, no. Eh, maybe not. This is the best yeah, roll I've ever if, seen. If you roll a one and get a one, you'll glitch, and it will um, contribute to making everything take along. I do I have, have two edge that are unspent, though. So. Aaron, just, it's fine. We got this. Eight <laughs> successes, five of nice. which yeah, never are mind, sixes. Then. Okay, so, so keep rolling I those. have to keep rolling. Yeah, that's fine. That just oh, means you're right, really yeah. hoofing it. Exploding dice? Yeah, I don't yeah, remember if they're a so. thing. Wait, we... If you yeah, spend edge before. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, I pre spent. Uh, so that ends up on 11 successes. Okay. Uh, basically, Cassandra you... plays Forklift Simulator and she's MLD. Yeah. Um... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's like my thing. main time waste. <laughs> Fucking spe- speed running this shit. You're about a quarter of the way through. Um, getting everything loaded onto the truck. So I assume you're starting with the big statues. So you've got yes. you've got Ungil folded up and packed away. Nice. So that leaves the other statue and then the two two big shipments of um, the boxes. Okay. So let's go for roll number two. 
All right. Probably no edge this time. I want to hold on to one just in case there's a gotcha. It's uh, always good to have one to not die. Four okay, successes. That said, yeah, I got four successes as well. Okay. Now you're about halfway done. You've got um, uh, Agio packed up and set in the truck. Now we've got the sundry other stuff. All right. And uh, the third set one. Uh, four successes again. Five successes. Jeez. Bring that edge. Forklift okay. like your life depended on it, because it kind of does. <laughs> <laughs> so the Howlin' Wieners have wandered off to something else, but they kind of left a bunch of broken glass. Mm-hmm. So they're sort of like running away with people's stuff. So now you're starting to have a problem. In <laughs> this is this. Oh, uh, you I have a bunch of rip, rich people who are all like um, hopped up on booze yeah. uh, who've just been robbed. And like, they're starting to realize that, Hey, those are real bullet holes. <laughs> <laughs> Damn your observational <laughs> skills. Hey, um, it, the, the plate spun for longer than any of them. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Question with the light spell is that with the manipulation is that just dimming them or making or accelerating or making them brighter? Yes. Either one. Uh, somebody hit the, uh, it's like somebody hit the radio dance party. Distracted with that while we're getting out. Don't don't have a dance party on broken glass. That's not good. They're wearing shoes. So, well, They're they, rich. They can afford new feet. Yeah. They're yeah. drunk. They could fall. Oh yeah. In blood. Uh, oh. Yeah. Uh, get them away from well, the broken glass. Tell yeah, them. take them into the uh, take them into the other uh, the other one of the other halls. Oh, where one more secret lie. I have another. Uh, uh, all right, we're all gonna have the big finale. There's gonna be a concert by Lady Gaga 3.0. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. Uh, and I'm spending edge, and I get. Let's see here. Uh, six successes again. <laughs> Last point of edge. Oh, God. 2.0 got caught in a drug spree. Uh, unfortunately, everybody's kind of tired of your secrets and lies. Damn and it. They're not really <laughs> buying in. Okay. So, um, <laughs> I just go t- ahead and roll your pilot ground craft again. Well, okay, I'll just say, she'll be right here. Just a second. And I go in the elevator. It's like, guys, we need to fucking hurry. <laughs> you know, fine. Flash bomb. Just... Yeah. So can can I get the next round of um, high ground craft? Four successes. Uh, five successes. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, you're not done, but definitely it's like home stretch. Uh, the problem is, is Menachem, you're getting a call on your comm link. Uh, what's the caller ID say? It's, uh, Officer Bennett. Uh, I sent a text message to Steve. Steve, the guy's calling again. Hey, Analyst, hey, I, I forward it. How are you? I fucking told you, Steve. I told you. What? You didn't listen to me. I, I'm You've so- got two minutes to clear out of there, or I'm busting skulls of anybody we find. Uh oh yeah no of course Steve Steve uh, Officer Bennett please 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 uh, it, it's fine <laughs> like uh see so, yeah I'm just trying to bullshit I'm trying to delay it a little bit uh so that I have no more edge to spend but I get three successes so I'm just buying time just trying to like well tell me exactly what happened in excruciating detail well like what is was <laughs> like let, let's <laughs> explain it to explain it to me like the idiot that you think I am yeah all right so you've bought about five minutes. Of 
of time. Okay. Uh, but here's the problem is you still have items you need to move. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to take about 15 minutes probably to finish loading the truck, assuming you continue to roll well. Okay. So how long would it take the response team to show up? Uh, it's going to take the response team only a few minutes to show up. Okay. So they're definitely going to be here before you finish unloading everything. Okay. But you've got about five minutes to figure out what you want to do about that. Uh, I don't. I can't think of any other distractions at this point. Um, unless we... Uh, oh, we could send the distraction cars now. Um, and tell them, oh, uh, some of the rich people grabbed some of the things. Uh, check, look at those AR tags. Uh, yeah, this party got out of hand. None- Wait, the work? Halloweeners left though, right? Well, Hit it on them. Oh yeah, yeah. The ho- yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Well, someone took something from there. Look at the the <laughs> air tags are moving. I don't know who, but look and yeah, send uh, 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 one of the distraction cars uh, away. Okay, and have the response team go after that. I guess I didn't think this through, Officer Bennett. You were <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're so much smarter than Steve, Steve's going to come into work tomorrow, and like his career and entire life will be over. Well, you know, cultural appropriation's a bitch, so... Yeah, you can go into shadow running. He'll be yeah. fine. Exactly. Right, let's, get, let's get that last rule of pilot ground crap. Okay. Come on, guys. You can do it. I believe in you. Ooh. Ooh, I see a lot of sixes. Did you spend Four successes. Okay. Five. All right, so you finish loading the truck up, um, and just as you're you're closing the door on it, yeah, uh, you get another call from Officer Bennett. Uh, did you catch those culprits? <laughs> <laughs> we're in pursuit now, oh, but yeah, I'm sending a unit over. Um, we're going to secure the area and start taking damage numbers. Jesus, you fucked up, Steve. Look, look, meet me on, and I'll give give him the side that's opposite the loading dock as far as way. Just send everybody there. That's where all the chaos is. Uh, yeah, go, go. Yeah, no, I, 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 I see now the error of my ways. I wish I had listened to you. You were right. Uh, I owe you a Coke. I'm sorry. So They're going to hang you for this, Steve. What? Oh, I think you're overblowing the damages. I mean, it's bad. Anyway, so blah, blah, blah. So. I just learned an important lesson about following security procedures. <laughs> I won't soon forget. I got four successes on that bullshit. So. <laughs> okay, so he's pissed, but he's going to plan and meet you at the front of the building. Yeah. Uh, which means if you want to use your second bait card now, you can. Yep. I'll uh, use right. the second bait card now, and then uh, we go. <laughs> we get the fuck out. Uh, he sends you a text message that just says, "You're fucked, Steve." <laughs> so, since i'm routing this i just send back a troll face <laughs> i was gonna send just a winky smiley face so no no this he's, is a he's really animated incensed. 3d uh, troll face yeah. he's really incensed it's your fuck steve eggplant <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right uh so uh by the time you roll up to the puget sun harbor um, to meet in the agreed-upon warehouse. Uh, the moon has already set, and so it is a calm, uh, clear night uh, with no scars in the sky because this is Seattle, so the light pollution is terrible. Uh, it looks very empty and lonely, and you can't help but feel a sense of remorse, maybe, uh, at night's event. Essence less than one. What? No remorse. Uh, so you pull into the warehouse, and there's a crew um, of people dressed in, like, construction worker clothes, you know, like... um. Uh, like overalls and, and hard hats and stuff ready to um, take the truck from you. 
And Katsura's son is also there. Okay. What's she look like? Um, she's a dark-haired um, Japanese woman in a kimono. I, I pull up that image that my blogger sent me of her. Is this the same woman? The one with the blonde hair? Uh, it is not the same woman. Hmm. All right, so I'm going to say this might be a little late to have mentioned to you guys, but yeah. I don't know if this is important or not, but this lady's not who she says it is. she is. Do we care? Because this is what she really looks like. And as you can see, that's not her. Oh, yeah, that would have been <clears throat> helpful. But um, if she has the money, it doesn't really matter, does it? Uh <laughs> Yeah, well, that's what I was thinking. That's why I'm only bringing it up now. Okay, let's verify. <laughs> I mean, I don't care. Uh, uh, yeah, well, I think we're a little past altruism at this point. For what so. it's worth, I had fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you did. You know, you still have blood on you. Right? Have any of your characters oh, yeah, had a chance to issues. maybe to maybe see some Kabuki? Um, um, I know I haven't. I, I don't know if that's reflected not. on my character sheet, but I, I feel it, like. Uh, uh, well, it, unless there was a particular one playing in Hong Kong. Um, etiquette. I would have gone to fancy places right. like that. Sure. Uh, I got five on five successes on an uh, etiquette roll. Uh, you recognize that her kimono um, is actually part of a particular kabuki play. This is like a costume. Mm-hmm. And you recognize it as a fox spirit that is impersonating um, one of the emperor's daughters. Uh, getting with the foxes uh well if you if you have our, our payment and i'm sure you do if we 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 have uh, reached an accord regardless of who you are so it is it, it's fine it's fine uh i i can exper- uh, appreciate someone who is uh not always honest uh as <laughs> someone who occasionally does that not always not not frequently though uh but yeah so, um, but Steve, you just spent the whole night like lying to people nonstop. <laughs> oh, yeah. nice uh, save. Yeah, um, she's got a bag for you. Okay, um, it's uh, just like a silk bag with um, little drawstrings, and okay. you can hear the clinking, the clinking of crud sticks inside. All right, I I will take that. Uh, have uh, gl- laser uh, verify it, and then uh, we will. Not be my name, but I'll start making sure the money's there. Yeah, and then we'll okay. be on our separate ways. Uh, and she says, "With this, our pact is concluded." Uh, yes, it was a pleasure doing it. Business. Disappears in puff of smoke. Uh, avoided uh, the spilling of uh, blood almost entirely. Uh, only a few bruises, really. Uh, no one died. It was it was or seriously injured. It was fine. Sayonara, there, sunshine. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, I'm Menachem. I don't know if you remember me. Do you have any more of those little little sweet things you gave us? Those were great. I would love... Uh, it's been a long night. I haven't had anything to eat oh but shrimp. No, no. We're, we're, we're not part of this pact. You do that on your own. Yeah, we can, <laughs> you, ha- you can buy all the ones you want with the creds that we just got. I yeah, um, cool one free for her. She, pulls out, she pulls out a little box, yeah. and inside <gasps> the little box are some more sweets. And ah, she yes! Says, uh, she says... Uh, if you take this, uh, it will begin the uh, begin the accord anew. <laughs> the who, what now? The accord, like a pact, a contract. Like, oh, what does that mean? That means like Can we I, do more work are, for her. Yeah. That are, they, are they free is the thing. No. no we just literally said they're not. <laughs> Look, maybe, the maybe we just have one. Okay. Let's no, just, if, the, let's just... if it means the contract begins again, you get to do another job for a, a bean. 
pace. Yeah, but we we made like a lot of money well, tonight, we right? We so we, that's... Do, we don't discriminate against employers as long as they have credit. Yeah, that's the... yeah. Well, well you got to be bringing that into this. Yeah. <laughs> well, geez, we've not agreed on any payment. You, I, I'm going with the negotiations here. We don't know what we're getting. I would have thought the troll would be more culturally. She accepted. knows how to contact I'm... us if we if we if she wants additional work. But we will. Uh, I, I thank you for the offer. But we will. Uh, we, we it is best for us to take a vacation now. Anyway. Uh, Let's just stop by Stuffer Shack or something on the way home because yeah. I'm hungry. Damn it! All right, Jeez. jerks. Shawarma. Yeah. Oh man, street meat <laughs> sounds great. Actually, All right. street meat in quotes. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally how the sign is displayed. <laughs> All right. The weird thing is that street and meat are both in separate location <laughs> marks. <laughs> All right. So I think that. Uh, uh, in the thing. Bye, lady. Yeah. Freeze frame high five. <laughs> yeah. No one died. Yeah, no. We okay. did a lot better this time. Yeah. In terms of yeah, you yeah. know the whole screwing up things. Uh-huh. So you get the Heavier full. On the shadow um, later on the run. We get the full <laughs> payment. You get the full ninety thousand uh, new yen. Yay! Nice. Uh, you get. One karma for um, dealing with the spooky, scary skeleton. <laughs> uh, you get two karma for taking action to make sure that no casualties happen when the Hall- Halloweeners showed up. Another two karma for receiving your full payoff amount. And then everybody who is downstairs gets an extra bonus karma for defeating the samurai ghost. Hell Woo. yeah. Nice. Woo. I'm going to call my dad tonight and let him know that I'm doing just fine without him. <laughs> so that's the end of our spooky, scary Halloween and Shadowrun special. Yay! Um, so any questions, Yay. comments, anything um, you want to unpack? Was, uh, so, the, so our employer really was a Kitsune spirit and was trying to get her spirit buddies back? Uh, yeah. Um, she needed you to she needed to hire um, masterless warriors and get them to complete a task for her without spilling blood as part of a larger plot. Okay. And the... It's it's heartwarming. Um, <laughs> Is it? And the, I choose the Razor to interpret girl, it as she such. part of the rival trying to foil the plot uh, conspiracy, or is she that was, was that coincidental? Uh, yes, um, her goal was to to show up and either take everything before you got there or stop you from taking things. Okay, and the she just angered the spirits and you know. Mm-hmm. She uh, always gets there before you. Like if you had gone to the roof, you would have noticed that she um. Uh, okay. Tampered with the thing up there to get in the camera. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Well, cool. Well, thank you very much <laughs> for running this, Bridget. Uh, people. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye.